0: listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix.
1: It's Friday and that means only one thing. There's another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast to listen to. This is episode 10 of series 2 on the 4th of October 2019 and yet again it's coming to you from the house of goal-scoring legends.
0: The place where legends are born.
1: So let's bring them in. Come in, Rappo. Those were the days, <laughs> Well, We still score. Yeah. Best games. Don't yeah, you? I suppose so, mate. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it's an accurate description. Yeah, thanks, mate. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this week we're recording it a, a day earlier than we normally do. Uh, very conveniently for me, is uh, this evening. Blazier playing Farnworth, and so I thought I'd turn up here beforehand and then just. Ideal. Trundle down the hill yeah. my local in the blaze park. Mate, yeah. Yeah. My
2: local club ag- against my club mate. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's
1: right. So, yeah. so before the interviews and regular features, um, any tidbits this week? Robert? Oh, oh all <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: Yeah. <laughs> sorry, there. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, little little bits. They n- nothing. Little um, tidbits. Little tidbits, mate. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. don't mind them. Um, <laughs> did you see in the Dutchie league, Dave? We had, in, in the cup, we had Premier League Boss Castle, drew six all that owned to Division One Lanivet. No, that, I on, must mate? admit, I missed mm, that. Six all, mate. I bet that was nice in that weather, wasn't it? <laughs> but uh, probably a game oh. of two halves, would it have been, mate? The old proverbial. At, at so, Boss Castle, was at it? At Boss Castle, oh, mate, is... yeah, so.
1: Mind you, I think the East mm. got it a little bit later oh, than they? down here, didn't they? I, I think, cos... It was vicious down here, mate. Oh, it was terrible. Where,
2: where were you? Oh, you, oh, you were at lugger was mate, yeah. I sat in the car the second <laughs> after,
1: <laughs> just trying to thaw out from the well, first well I sat half, in the but... stand at Wendron and still got wet Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I see Matt Friday uh, has cried off for going to a game tonight because he's got a stinking cold I'm not surprised because he was at the front of the stand at Wendron and he was absolutely soaked because he was yeah. doing his filming he's, he's taking photos he's tweeting that's I don't commitment. know how he manages to do no, it like he, three brilliant, Matt, mate, yeah, but, brilliant. but he was absolutely soaked so oh, yeah <laughs> So yeah, paying for, for it now, man. Yeah, <laughs> You'll have
2: to stay in and watch the Champions League. Yeah, but... so, so
1: Boscastle six. Yeah, and, eight and eight hit six. Yeah, that's it's a cu- uh, cup game. I'm done, but is that a replay, group basis? Or... Uh, they're doing some of the cups in yeah, groups now. They are, think, aren't I mean, they, mate?
2: It's a different format now. Yeah, but that's right. So... Notice there is a bit of a referee shortage as well, they not there? Oh especially yes, especially in the Trelawney League, would not there?
1: The... Yeah, and uh, well, by all accounts, I think there will be four.
2: Ever yeah. in a day now, weren't they? Yeah, shame, isn't it, mate? Is he even filtered into the combo league, mate? I noticed Kararik's stalwart, mate, Richard Chain. He ref their match against Lizard Argyle. Ooh, Chainer, wonder, mate. wonder what so, he's like because when he's on the line, he's not that No, fair. no, I think you give a penalty. <laughs> I think, I think, <laughs> Sorry, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I think Rich gave the old um, um, Yeah. He gave a penalty. Re- penalty? Yeah, I think so, mate. But now nah, I'm being. It's just a message, Dave, isn't it? Be nice to refs, mate,
1: isn't it? Bit of respect. Yeah, because we're losing. Them we left can't right actually, center, It's we? not a laughing matter, to be no. fair. no, but it's not. If only I was ten years younger, I still wouldn't volunteer. Do it, mate.
2: <laughs> Would you? Would you, mate? Oh, okay. I passed my yes. referees
1: course, mate. That's That's so did I when I was yeah. about fourteen. Right. But yeah. some of the rules, some I, of the laws, yeah. have changed a bit since I then. Know.
2: I don't like this linesman bit, mate. You know when you you got to wait for forever to put your flag up before the striker mm. to, you know, if you're offside, you're offside. Just bring in an offside rule, Dave. If it's daylight, it's offside, isn't it? You know all this like after what was it the other day, mate? Tottenham, wasn't it? Tottenham goal.
1: Yeah, but half I, I, I don't think offside, we need to worry about the millimeters that. Um,
2: Nah, combination level like and whatever but i oh, know uh, just just make it daylight like david yeah. you know don't you but or no offside yeah
0: would it <laughs> would, it, would, it, would
2: it be interesting mate wouldn't it it would be interesting to see yeah. but um a few games got abandoned as well Dave, didn't they, i notice yes across the league
1: who was it um well port 11 had both their games abandoned yeah, didn't that's
2: they? right they did didn't they yeah 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 crikey yeah
1: so we touch on Port 11 a bit later with, yeah. what, with the first team that got abandoned. Yeah. Any other, yeah, other main news we need to know? <clears throat> Just one more, mate. My favourite tidbit, mate, of the
2: weekend was... Uh, I spoke to my old mate, Matt Potts, mate, Pottsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, Wendrum mate, were really short um, at the weekend in their, for their St Perrins League match away to St Agnes. And he got Steve War, mate. Remember War? Yeah. That? Got him out of retirement. He hadn't played a Saturday game for 15 years, apparently. <laughs> but Potsy worked his magic on him, got him to play. He's he both, played? You are. They both on the bench to start the match, mate. And uh, and they finished the match together in the centre of midfield. And they won 2 1, mate. That's an August. All 91 years between them, <laughs> mate. And it was, it was um, yeah, Steve's first Saturday game for 15 years, mate. And Matt, he got to play alongside his son, Lucas, who was also in the Wendron lineup, mate. So. So it was a good day and three points for yeah. Potsy, mate, yeah. you got a thing so, about age, and you, the, the, I haven't you? That was been a there, last either. week, wasn't yeah. it? So. Yeah, it was a bit, but yeah. good on them, though, mate, for still, you know, flipping out. Especially in that weather, Dave. Uh, so the thing yeah. is... Have they played well enough to keep a place for, for this coming Saturday? Well, Potsy said like Steve enjoyed it, mate. So I don't know whether <laughs> he's got him out of retirement, mate. Or <laughs> mate. But I, I would have thought that weather would have finished him off for good, mate, wouldn't it? But yeah, yeah that's so. true. Could it be a worse no. Saturday? Could <laughs> it shock mate? Imagine coming off the
1: bench as well, mate. Oh, yeah. Good sitting me. in that for like an hour and Can then coming on. But Can't imagine that. Rolling nah. subs. Can't imagine coming nah. on and then going off and then nah, coming back yeah, on again. Yeah. I think I'd, if i seize up, mate. Wouldn't you? Yeah. got subbed i think i just walk into the changing room yeah
2: right yeah that's about it really dave yeah nothing is too exciting this
1: week no well i'm the usual bearer of sad news uh peter george of course um well-known referee and all sports cricket um as well and and rugby yeah um so condolences to peter's family of course uh, nick and mark we both know that's right quite well yeah
2: Yeah, went on many trips with Pete, mate. You know, on the, on the coach, you know, in the on the coach and in the hotels, you know, on the Cornwall trips, mate. With with Pete, and obviously I was, you know, played for Penzance as well, so yep. seen a lot of him over the years and remember him as a referee as well, mate. Only before mm, that's that, right. but uh, yeah, thinking of uh, Nick and Mark, mate, at this yep. time and all the family.
1: Yeah, So let's move on to um, to the current. Uh, People win the game, and it's our regular Truro City follower, Cam Weldon. Everything's going to plan for Truro at the moment. Yeah, all looking rosy, isn't it, mate? A road, mate. us yeah, let's hear let's if uh, Cam agrees. Yeah. Another win, Cam, and uh, nothing too much to worry about, by the sounds of it.
3: Um, no, it was a straightforward 3-0 win for the city, obviously. It was um, just one of those games where the conditions were pretty dire. Yeah. Um, as I'm sure most of the people around Cornwall probably knows, um just pouring down with rain and everything. But uh yeah, we'll take it and um just a comfortable win really. It was they did have chances haze, but I think we uh, shut them down quite well and um lucky for Truro we had a certain Tyler Harvey back who uh knew where the back of the net was.
1: Yeah, how did it look uh, with Tyler back?
3: Um yeah, he uh, just slotted in like he well like he did last season really lucky like he hadn't been away um, it was it was like he uh, played almost a deeper role which was, it was they all sort of like uh, switched positions really but it was Niall Thompson Luke Jeffcott and Tyler and they all sort of one went deep two went further forward and vice versa so it was all over the place um, not all over the place but it was really well uh, <laughs> executed <laughs> Got um, so uh, they did really well um, obviously Tyler should have had a hat trick really I thought he was um uh, unfairly roared one out with an offside against Nile Thompson Was I believe it was for him uh, obstructing the goalkeeper which I know is an offside offence now from my point of view, from where I'd have read, pretty good view of it, Nile it didn't, didn't seem at all in the way but one of those things but two really well taken goals from Tyler and uh, Luke Jeffcott obviously Truro's top goal going out with four good little finish from him so yeah, good weekend all round
1: so in, in summary then, how would you uh, sort of uh, say that September went? City, uh, you know, they got uh, they had three games in the league, beat Gosport, drew at Wimborne, and now another win against uh, Hayes and Yedding last Saturday. Not too many complaints, I wouldn't have thought
3: no so it was only the uh, one defeat as well against Hereford in the cup which obviously was a frustrating one but um, we're out the FA Cup now which is a shame but we've got folks on the league and as you said league form um, what's looked to be a certain draw against Goffsport we managed to nick it at the end um, a good away point at Wimborne on Tuesday night after a, a well a very difficult week for City so to end on Wimborne, get a point there was good and obviously a comfortable win over Hayes we can't, you can't, can't really complain so um there's no real complaints at all from Truro So um, obviously to go along with that We beat um, Wimborne in the Cup previously I know it doesn't matter now we're out of it But we also beat Tiverton in the League Cup So, um, Who obviously in our league as well So another good result in that one So as I said overall
1: September, pretty positive month As was August So um, a very good start to the season Good and uh, we're talking on a Tuesday this week, uh, slightly earlier than we normally do, uh, because you're off to Barnstable this afternoon, aren't you?
3: Yeah, um, we uh, got Barnstable in the, As I said, we beat Tiverton in the previous round after Barnstable uh, tonight for an away trip in the Southern League Cup. So um, another game for Truro, probably one that they wouldn't have wanted, but it's another luckily for some of the players um, being extra Plymouth based Barnstable obviously not too far away for them so um, I can imagine there'll be lots of changes tonight because uh, as I said there's another big league fixture on Saturday away at Yates so um, tonight's probably one of t- a chance for Paul Wharton to use players who perhaps haven't played um, as much as they would have liked and obviously some of the younger players who are out on draw registration maybe come back and give them some more minutes so um just going to be another good opportunity in Barnstable. They're no mugs, they're a good team the league below us, so um uh, they're a relatively good side so should be another good test and chance for fans and obviously the management team to see some of the players who haven't really had the opportunity so far this season.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one actually because um you say obviously I think Paul Wharton has already said that he's going to change things around a little bit for 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 the game um but Barnstall... Barnstow, no wins in September. They're they're actually on quite a a, a poor run at the moment. Caretaker manager after Aaron Harper Penman left uh, recently. So um, it's going to be a funny one in the sense that everyone's going to expect Truro to win. Now that makes it more difficult, doesn't it?
3: Well, yeah, of course. And as, as I said, like they might, they've had problems, Barnstable, But they're, they're not a bad side, um, Dave. I know I'm not the best of run of form, but um, the fact they're in that league goes to show they're not. They're a good squ- they've are a got a good set-up and a good squad. So, um, But yeah, it puts pressure on Truro. But I think Truro have had a lot of pressure on them all season. Obviously, being the relegated team into the league, I've spoken to a number of fans and um, people from the opposition sides and they've looked at Truro and thought from the start of the season they're going to be the, one of the teams to beat. So the pressure's been on Truro the majority of the season and I think they've done well in that pressure. So... The last round against Tiverton, not many people expected us. It was expecting it to be a tough game. We breezed past them um, three-one, and that was with a youngish squad again. So um, there's no And It's not. I've said to I've said to an, well, a number of amount of people that even with these changes, these players coming in, they're not. It's not like they're weakening the squad at all. They're, they're good young players and players who perhaps aren't getting the game time in the first team because it goes to show how strong our first team squad is this year. So um, I think it is a strong squad, and whoever we name in the team there's no weaknesses in the side at all for Truro at the
1: moment on a normal Saturday, um how many players are there um there you know that aren't being used because i'd say was it uh, during the last week that max spocomb is left
3: yeah max is um max left last week um to jo- rejoin Bidderford. so um completely understandably i think for both parties it wasn't really he um wasn't really getting the game time at Truro and obviously he wanted to get game time so it was probably a move that suited both um, so he's gone back to Biddeford. Um so yeah there's a little gap in midfield whether they'll look to get a replacement in I'm not so sure, I'm not sure but um, it's a it's a difficult one As I said when it comes to the Saturday games there's probably they take five substitutes obviously with the FA Cup games at Hereford they have to take seven because you have to have seven subs but um, normally there's Five subs, um, one one including Stuart yet, yeah, and obviously who's the assistant. So there's normally only two players who miss out Grant because they ninety nine ninety percent of the time they do make free subs. So um, there's very rarely it's mainly two players, rarely right. but obviously they switch and start the substitutions. It's always not the same sub all the time. So um, there's not many people who miss out on game time on a Saturday.
1: Right. And this coming Saturday, Yate Town away. Uh, now, they're bottom of the table, aren't they? So, uh, a potential banana skin or what?
3: Yeah, definitely. Because, obviously we I don't know if many people have uh, seen it, but they actually beat Taunton away uh, 4-1 at the start of the season. So, goes to show they're not that <laughs> bottom of the league. There's no um, They're one of these teams that... I like it, a lot of the teams in the league, that anyone can beat anyone in this league, and we've said that before. So, yes, we will go into it favourites, and a bit similar to tonight's game against Barnsville, we will go into it favourites, but we've just got to continue playing how we've been playing, focusing on what we're doing, and hopefully pick up another three points and push us back up near the top of the table. Where is Yate? Um, Yate's Ye- actually a place I know quite well, because my... Uh, my auntie actually lives in Yates, so um, it's it's like a, think say a bigish town, it's not really a big town, but it's a town just outside Bristol. Right. So um, it's further north from Bristol, I believe, so it's uh, not too far, it's probably about three uh, three three and a half hours, maybe.
1: Yeah. So
3: for sure, that's one of the uh, easier trips.
1: <laughs> right, well, all the best, Cam, uh, safe journeys to uh, both Barnstable and... Uh, and Yates, and of course, you've got a little trip in between that with Helston going to uh, Brislington in their uh, FA Youth Cup as well. So you're a busy man.
3: Yeah, no rest for the wicked, Dave. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy it, Dave. To be honest, I love the tra- I like I like travelling and um, it's good experiences for me personally as a young journalist. So going out to all these different places and different uh, organisations and different groups. So I enjoy it and um, doesn't really bother me. So. I like being busy because keeps me stuff, keeps me uh,
1: well, entertained. It gives me stuff, something to do. So I enjoy it. Okay, well, keep entertaining us, Cam, and uh, we'll speak next week.
0: Your Cornish
1: So, Rappo, firstly, uh, we can tell everyone that Truro came through safely against Barnstall in the League Cup, five-two winners. So that's good news. So uh, they stay in that competition. But last Saturday, uh, Harvey. On the score sheet, yeah, good to see, isn't it, Dave? You know, good, great, great to see Tyler back at the club,
2: mate, and two goals in his first match back. So, I think uh, it's a great signing, Dave. I think that that that's going to make the difference for for City, Dave, in that league. I think Tyler's goals, or you know, they was going well anyway, weren't they? But I think that signing's the one that could sort of, you know, I think they'd be back in the old National League safe next year,
1: mate. Of course, if if that is the case, then Tyler might have a problem because the reason he he yeah. said for leaving Bath was work traffic, commitments yeah, yeah. or something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not quite sure how that's going to work. But no, uh, no. but yes, uh, I well I saw them at the start of the season. I thought they needed a uh, an out and out striker as yeah. such, and Tyler could be the man.
2: Yeah, definitely, mate. I think I still reckon. I mean, I know he signed a little bit late, but it wouldn't surprise me if he gets thirty, Dave, in that league. In fact, I'm going to say, mate, he'll get 30 goals this season if he stays injury free, mate, Tyler. Right, well, yeah. Are you going to put money on that? Well, not with my bets of the week, today at the <laughs> minute, mate. Me, me, current form, mate. But I would, mate. Yeah, if any, if anyone wants a fiver, mate, with me on that. Oh, uh, Tyler, hope you score 30 yeah, goals 30 for goals, mate. Yeah, league and cup, 30 goals. He's already got. He only needs another 28. So, <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. They got Yates Saturday, Dave, didn't they? They're yeah, I to. suppose you're looking. He's oh, going to mate. get a few with. Wow, they're bottom of the league. Yeah, I mean that, that pitch, Dave. Have you ever been to Yates? No, mate? I oh. didn't even know where it was. Oh, Dave, I played on it, mate. Um, I played there in the FA Vase of Falmouth, mate, and the pitch is absolutely massive. <laughs> it's, it's bigger than Galaport yeah yeah it's massive Dave I think it's the biggest pitch I've ever played on. I can't remember playing on a bigger really? uh, yeah we well we lost two one actually Tommy mate <laughs> made a run out of defense Tommy Matthews mate beat three or four players ran down the left wing crossed one in and I added one in the top corner <laughs> you would have thought it would be the other way around but mate yeah but um <laughs> but yeah but we ended up losing two one mate they were a really good side at the time Dave but but yeah Biggest pitch I've ever played on day, so hopefully that might might suit Troy's football mate, mm. mightn't it? Do. pinging it around the pitch, yeah. getting. Nile Thompson scooting it up. That way. Oh, he'll love it, mate. He'll love it there. Yeah, I can see City getting a good win there, day four one.
1: Are we getting our predictions and everything in early this week? Are we right? Don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, anyway, so it's very conveniently moved us on to uh, the better of the week, Rappo. Now, you just, you know, you're putting money on Tyler Harvey scoring 30 goals this season. How much would you put on you actually... Winning a bet this season.
2: Not a lot, Dave. (laughs) Not a lot, mate. We said, didn't we, last week, mate, you said, oh, you'll be texting me. I mean, it happened, didn't it, mate? Got four out of four, Dave, didn't we, waiting for that last game? Dortmund at home. Dortmund at home, mate, against Banker. Oh, unbelievable banker, (laughs) mate. Couldn't believe it, mate. Couldn't believe it, but... Yeah, shall I tell everyone the story, David?
1: Well, yes. Yeah, so try and you, keep it relatively you, brief. Yeah, it's only very sad. And I don't it, want you getting it is too, sad, mate. Too
2: upset. <laughs> we had the three. Well, we had a two o'clock kickoff, Dave. Juventus against Spall, mate. Routine win for Juve. That one, mate. Two two nil, I think. Three nil, two nil. And then we had the three Premier League games. mate. Liverpool, one at Sheffield United, at which the, was a bit close. Yeah, it was a close. Goalkeeping error, mate. Actually, wasn't yeah, it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah it true. was closer than I thought, mate. But um, yeah, they won, and then Chelsea beat Brighton, Spurs beat Southampton, and then so we was waiting for the for the last game, mate. Dortmund against Bremen, mate, and uh, one to four on, mate. Dortmund. I mean, it was it was a, it was the biggest banker of all five games, mate. <laughs> they? And uh, guess what, Dave? Guess what? Drew well, to all, mate. Mm. Drew to all. So the luck continues, mate. Or okay. well, the bad luck. So continues. how much are we? Wow. Well, into. Uh... It, well now we're we're minus 23 mate before this week so we need to win soon I know mate I know it's getting a bit desperate mate
1: okay so who's it
2: going to be this week yeah I've just gone well (laughs) simple again Dave um 28 quid, obviously, you know, this week, Dave. Once we put the fiver on, so I've gone a fiver to win 28 quid, mate. So, <laughs> so it's worked out is 28.50, actually, Dave. But you know, oh, right. split as so over 50. 50, yeah, we'll be 50 p. up in the pot. But, um, but yeah, I've just gone for four, Dave. I mean, they're all quite well. I've gone for Liverpool at home, mate, against Leicester they were going very well weren't they mm. brendan Rodgers back at anfield mate you know he'd be well up for that yeah. but but i just think liverpool at home mate you know 1 to 2 decent price so just gone for them though. real madrid at home to granada mate 3 to 10 see madrid last night they uh, well, I put a quid bet on last night. They won a 18-18 here, and Real Madrid let me down last night. So they were the only ones there. But um, yeah, they, they're playing Granada. It's actually a top two clash. That one is it? it? Yeah, Granada started the La Liga well, but you know, won't last, will it? So um, <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, so uh, I've uh, gone for Real Madrid because Zidane will need a win on on us. The... Oh yeah, the, those two are Saturday games as well. They right. those two are Saturday games. It, you know, Zidane really need to win, I think, after last night, mate. I see he could be another one in uh, you know, out the door, mate, but and then I've gone for Borsa against Seville, mate. That's fourth V sixth. Yeah, I know, they're all tight games really, Dave, but Borsa at home, mate, in the new camp one to two as well. Thought it was pretty generous. Against Seville we, funny side, mate. It's the sort of side that can, you know, Bit of a banana skin team, mate. In they top six side, well, 4 3 6 at the minute, both on 13 points after seven games. But Messi's back, mate Suarez back, so I expect Barca to start, but uh, mm-hmm. but um, Sorry if I'm not not saying too enthusiastic this week, mate. Because <laughs> I know one, I know one of, of going to let me down. And the last one, mate, is uh, my old friends, mate. Slavia Prague, mate. They, they haven't let me down at all this season, mate. They're they're away to Jablonec, mate. In uh, away to who? Jablonec. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Um, that's what are you, your ex girlfriends Yeah, man? that's it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She don't speak anymore. Mate. <laughs> 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 yeah, but they're 7 to 10, Dave, which is really good because they're flying in the old uh, Czech league, mate. They, they've they played 11 games and only conceded two goals. So, mm. And they drew with Inter Milan away last week in the Europa League. So they are a really good side, actually, Czech side. So, yeah, so that, that's that's the four, really, Dave. Three homes and an away. And those two are Sunday, mate, the last right. week.
1: Okay, so uh, remember, just uh, before you put any money on this bet safe. Uh, yeah, so yeah. You, you might want to have a rethink about yeah, that. Yeah. But um, this week, Liverpool, Real Madrid, yeah. both Saturday and then on the Sunday, Barcelona and Slavia Prague. Yeah, got to be, and Dave, surely. Got to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Liverpool,
2: Real Madrid, Barcelona and Slavia. Surely.
0: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Have
1: you ever played in... Uh, Many games where your keeper has scored from his own box? I try- actually,
2: I was trying to think of one earlier, mate. I can't honestly remember one. I honestly can't remember. I nearly saw one of them Saturday as well, though. Mm. Shall should, should I, should I say about it now or shall I? No, no, to- no,
1: let's have it uh, afterwards uh, after, because yeah. let, let's just uh, hear from one that did last Saturday. Yeah. Josh Colwell. Lanson. We're always looking for something a little different on the Rapper and Deke's Friday fix. And so, uh, after last Saturday's game, uh, we just had to speak to the Lansing goalkeeper, Josh Colwell. Welcome to the podcast, Josh. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, fine thanks. Now, as a goalie, you managed to score in the game at Port 11. So, f- first of all, tell us how it came about. Uh,
4: it's a bit of a strange one, really. It was just just a big drop kick. Um, it came out nice and clean. There was a bit of wind, but it wasn't massively windy yesterday. Um, and then, yeah, just a big bounce, to the keeper, straight over the keeper's head, trained back in there. So, yeah, it's so, um bit of a luck, really, but, you know, big, nice, but straight kick, did the job.
1: Yeah, but the sad thing is that it's not going to count, is it? <laughs> yeah,
4: that is a sad thing. I've, I've, I've had never had so many text messages in my life through friends and giving oh, the absolute grief about it, but no, not going to count, unfortunately, because the game got suspended at half-time, which is a bit of a bit of a disappointment, but... But there you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was a horrible afternoon. I was not that far away watching a game at Wendron from where you were at Port 11. It, it did come in pretty wet. But, it, you know, what were the conditions really like? Was it, it sort of...
4: You're right. It, it did come in. It was raining. Um, it wasn't too windy. But the, the pitch was 100% playable. I think um, there was a couple... I actually walked off with the ref at halftime um, and was speaking to him about something else. And he put his foot in a puddle. And he goes, oh, 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 I'm not sure this game will carry on. And that was the only puddle we saw as we were walking off. Um, I think the players got into him a little bit. Um, unfortunately, there was no ground staff from Port XI who made any effort to um, make the pitch playable because there's only a few puddles there. Um, so I think the, the ref was talked into it massively. Um, for some reason, he was only wearing trainers, not boots as well, so i a bit worried gonna kind of slip on his mm. slip over your few signs second half. But yeah, it was it was very disappointing to because like I said there was no effort made um to get the game going against second half. That would have been the, the correct way to do it, to get the game going, see if it got any worse because it actually stopped raining within ten, fifteen minutes and lightened up. So it was a bit disappointing. But you know, you can't argue the referees, I think obviously I think our club will also have something to say about it, but there's not much we can do about it now. We've got to suck it up and make sure we, we do the job next time we go down and get three points again. So
1: yeah. So just to finish on, on the decision, I mean, did the ref decide sort of at the, you know, as soon as he sort of blew the whistle for the end of the first half or did he give half time a, a chance? He for...
4: he didn't even give half time a chance. Like I said, I was walking off with him because I was actually talking about something else that happened early on in the game
1: yeah.
4: um, and he was fine. He wasn't, you know, I didn't hear any of their players moaning about the pitch. I was on the, the manager's side, probably uh, the manager's side. I didn't hear him moaning about the pitch. And then it's like someone's clicked their fingers, he was like, Oh, this is, looks a bit, you know, looks a bit dangerous here. But it was it was maybe three or four puddles by spider, bar line, um, nearly eighteen yard box. You know, where, you know, it's not it's not in the middle of the pitch, it wasn't goal mouth, it was sort of away from where the majority of the game would have been played. Um, so yeah, i d I'm not I'm not sure it went for the ref's head or he he's got made decisions, he's made this decision, but I think there's only there's only one team that was happy with that, and that was 4th 11 because they, <laughs> I think they knew they they got away with one yesterday for sure because we we looked pretty comfortable being three one up. Yeah, and i no doubt we went on and, and got three points. So that's right. Yeah, it's one of those things you you got to take on the chin. Like I said, we've got to make sure we um we do our best to get three points next time we go down there.
1: Was it a surprise then to you know all the players that uh, oh, that it was stopped?
4: massively? Yeah, massively. I think Gary Gary manager was halfway through his team talk at half-time, um, and then a ref came in, popped his head in. Um Matt Hodges, who I was assistant, carried on with the team talk and then two minutes later Gary came in and said, Boys get changed, we've got to go home. That's it. So it was a massive surprise. No one, you know, no one really knew no one really believed it to be fair. I think me me and Gary walked out on the pitch straight after, um, and went to the fans who were watching the game and said, Oh, you know, everyone just been called off and I, they they started laughing at us. They're like, You're joking. I was like, No, no, it's been called off go home. So uh, it was a shock, I think I said I think the Port Eleven players were we're delighted. The referee was happy because he, you know, he, he thinks he made the right decision. But apart from that, I think, you know, majority of people thought it was the wrong decision. But like mm. I said, you can't you can't dwell on these things. You gotta take it on the chin and, and make sure we um we do the business and when we get down
1: there. Yeah. Okay. Well, going back to the the goal itself, you mentioned it was a drop kick. Now, in this day and age, it's quite rare to see goalkeepers actually. Banging the ball up the other end of the pitch.
4: <laughs> yeah, we definitely this season we we've played out from the back a lot better this season, and it worked quite well for us. But um, I think at the time we might have been a bit under the cosh, or you know, I think they might have had a bit of a uh, bit of momentum. So. We just thought, um, you know, we'll try and get rid of the ball. And to be fair, normally i will try and hit a bit bit better angles. But <laughs> this time, like I said, went straight down the pitch and it was on target. So, you know, as a striker, you hit the target, sometimes you score. So I, I guess that goes the same to the goalkeeper. Sometimes you, you hit the target from your 18 yard box, you get 10 chance to score, I guess.
1: Did you mention it to uh, to their goalie after the game? I didn't know.
4: Like, well, that's the thing, because because we're at half we we didn't get to see any of the players after the game. I think we pretty much packed our bags and left. So, oh, right. um, but now I'm I'm sure I'll um I'll, I'll give him the eye next time I see him. I'm
1: sure. Yeah. And uh, have you ever scored before uh, when you've been playing as goalkeeper?
4: No, I haven't. Which is probably the most frustrating thing, because it would have been one to tick off. Um, tick off the list, but no, I haven't. So oh. I have to keep keep practicing my drop kicks I think and see
1: see how I do next time. I was going to say keep trying. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but the season as a whole, uh, I have to say, I'm I'm a bit surprised with Lance see, Your form has been very up and down, hasn't it?
4: Yeah, I think I think everyone will admit we we've, we've been a bit frustrated this season where we we haven't really been able to put a run together. We we put individual performances together, really good. Um, like yesterday, we had a you know good result midweek against Saint Nostal um, but to, to, we haven't actually put a run together yet, where we've we had two or three games of good results. Um, I think that's why yesterday was most disappointing because after we had a good, good result midweek, we're back on it again yesterday. We, we're looking good again, so it, you know it would have been nice to kick off a bit of a run. But but when we do play well, when when we do put the performances, you know we look good. I think there's only one time this season where where I think at Saint Austell away in the league we lost 2-1 last minute. Um, where we put in, a, you know, a good shift, and we d- we deserve something out of it. But all the other games we've lost, I think we'd all admit we haven't been good enough. Um, but the games we have won, and we've we, you know we've performed where we should do. You know, we, we've looked really good, and, and you know, and pressed and worked hard, and really good quality all over the pitch. So that's our aim now is to, to take those individual performances and, and get a good run going and again get back up the table because definitely there's quality all over all over our team at the minute. I think we've, we've got more of a settled team now um, compared to what we had last year. Um, we've got good players coming up through from from the second teams and uh good under 16 teams and under 17 teams boys so there's definitely a lot of quality throughout the whole club at the minute so um so pushing that all the way through to the first team it's, it's looking good but we've, we've just got to you know knuckle down and get get a good run going now and pick up some good results and get to the table
1: so i mean looking at the table obviously you're you're in the bottom third so you yeah. would very much say that it is a false position
4: obviously the table never lies obviously you know, we're down there for a reason because like I've heard we haven't we haven't picked up enough good results yet we haven't sort of put that run together yet but I think we have played most of the top teams I think you know I think apart from Helston maybe um, I think we've played the top six there um but that doesn't mean we, you know, we can take anything granted against the teams down around us. So we've still got to pick up results against against the teams because that's who we're fighting. with at the minute, so until we do get up and so into that top half or to, uh, top quarter, you know, we've we've got to beat what's in front of us. And if that's a lower team or a big team, we we still got to put a performance in. So,
1: well, thanks, Josh, for coming on. Um, no problem. We just had to hear about that goal. And uh, <laughs> well, all we can hope is that, you know, we speak to you again before the season's out, and it's because you've scored again. Let's hope so, yeah, let's hope so. We can only hope,
0: I guess. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. We've been there, haven't we? Uh, one side losing,
1: so the conditions are terrible and the game can't possibly go on. The other side winning, ah, what's a bit of rain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. We've been there, haven't we?
2: Yeah, it's true, David. There's it? always like two sides. It, the ref sort of can't win, mate, can he? But experienced ref as well who was the ref But well, I wouldn't like to mention sure. No, I not not no, you know, no. let's
1: not with the refs anymore you know, yeah get true, that's true experience
2: mate. that's all I can say yeah you, I mean to be fair mate it's a massive pitch to score on <laughs> to be honest you know, yeah so this, well this, this kick job. from one end to the <laughs> other yeah.
1: it's as you said it's not the smallest nah. of pitches and he normally kicks it a bit more at an angle so this one yeah well straight down the throat mate yeah gosh. boom but it
2: didn't count Nah, that's a shame, <laughs> mate. not it it is going when you free one up, mate. And it and it's a fair old track as well to go again, isn't it? them to Port, really. It's not it's not your just around the corner sort of fixture, is it? But no. fair old. Um, but Joss seems to be taking it on the chin, Dave. isn't it that's all you all you can do. And and Claret seemed to be playing a bit better lately, mate. Don't they got that result against Anoxtal and then going to Port and 3 one up
1: and yeah. Yeah, you know, lost it, last night though. Yeah, they did, Homeless didn't they? Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise actually. I had nothing to win. <laughs> Which that, sums up it? my question: to the yeah. Josh, their form seems to be, yeah, you know, very uh, unpredictable. I mean, yeah. you'd, you'd you'd struggle in your predictions for them, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, you would actually. Yeah, you you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't bank on them. Make you wouldn't it put any money on them. No, nah. you wouldn't bet for, again. Erratic, uh, yeah. mate, isn't it? Erratic. Erratic. erratic, yes,
1: erratic. Yeah. So uh, who who mm. can you remember the goalkeeper scoring them? I thought you had
2: one, didn't you? No mate, no, I couldn't remember one mate. Oh, but, I thought you were was, about to No, tell us. I was going to say the game I was at on Saturday. Oh, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yep. keeper did the same thing, mate. Because oh, well, I watched Penryn at a Luggan, mate, and obviously the conditions, like we've already said, though And um, Penryn were kicking towards the clubhouse eh, second half, and they had a standing keeper on Saturday because normal keeper Ben Mitchell was unavailable, mate. So Dan Lord went in goal. You know, Dan's Dan, usually... A, he used to, has he not usually, played for a Luggan? Um, I don't know, he might have done Dan, actually, mate. I know he's played for like Gunavran and Perrenporth mm. and that, hasn't he? I can't remember him at a Perhaps but, not. Perhaps yeah, but um, yeah, he's normally a defender or, 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 you know, sort of old in midfield, mate. And it, <laughs> Hell of a strike, really, Dave. I mean, the wind was like howling down the pitch, mate. <laughs> right. and, he, and he, well... It, he kicked it mate and sean carter in goal for a lugging by the way they've had an outstanding you know he made first half hour mate he made about six fantastic saves really and um he he didn't even move mate the ball sort of bounced just before the edge of the box and and it come off it come off the turf like a rocket and it hit the underside of the bar and come out like you know it was like everyone was sort of like it was stopped you know it was it would have been a hell of a goal if it went in but um but yeah, yeah, so Dan Dan Lord did the same mate as Josh, well he didn't because he did before <laughs> well. but yeah almost mate, but I want—I bet there's quite a few of them at the weekend mate. Yeah, yeah, that's right But um...
1: Right, well yes, so Josh was a newbie of course and uh, we thank him for coming on and uh, to all those listeners just finding this weekly podcast, here's a reminder to everyone, uh, spread the word let's get more doing the same but uh, Rapper, what you got to do can you remember or not? Yeah, um, you've got
2: to uh, listen in across all the uh, podcast platforms, though, don't you?
1: <laughs> <But> you <laughs> is that it? Yeah, uh, yeah you got to search for Cornish soccer, That's it, talking so football it, on yeah. your favourite podcast That's platforms. It, yeah. Well done. We'll get, we'll get that right before the end of this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, dear. It's... Uh, it's also <laughs> another way to ensure <laughs> you don't miss out on the news from the Superior League, oh. which each week is brought to you <laughs> by Rappo. Your Cornish Snicker Snicker. podcast. Now, what have you got for us today? then? <clears throat> yeah, David, it was... Um, <clears throat> well,
2: I'll start off in the East, Dave. <laughs> Cause I've, I've, I'll tell you I've, a story. I've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go to the doctors, actually, Friday. I? Yeah, I know. But yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, St. Orstall, mate. They remain in top spot after a convincing Ooh. 5-2 home win over Torpoint. Tor uh, Cam Bidgood had a brace in that one, Dave. stay um, staying second, five points behind St. Austell, but with a game in hand, so... Still pretty uh, tight at the top, really, after their impressive 3 0 home win over Liscard. Salt Ash United, mate, conquerors of St Austell last week. You know, they remember they took their 100% record, didn't they? They, they lost this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 3 2 at Launson. Yeah. Yeah, football's so unpredictable, Dave, isn't it? It's a, it's a mugs game, yeah, mate, yeah, isn't it? Is it. No. Nah. <laughs> but um, but Salt Ash remaining third on goal difference from St Morgan, Dave who are up to fourth after winning a nine-goal thriller, mate, at Trevarian, um, 5-4 to the home team against Morwenstow. Craig Allen took his season's tally to 12 with a brace in that game as well, though. Going well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Moved up the league sort of seamlessly, mate, and he's still banging in goals. Um, Matt Carter had two to no avail, actually, mate, for the visitors, Morwenstow. In that game as well, he had a couple. Um, Milbrook stay in a healthy mid-table spot after a Lewis Wilson hat-trick helped them to beat Lanreth 4-0. Uh, Hayden Perslove double strike, mate. <laughs> You're looking at me. I know there's a few new names, mate, is it? It's Scott perslove I love your ex yeah. <laughs> There has been a few, Dave, to be fair. <laughs> um yeah a Hayden Purs love double mate um made sure Saltash Borough beat St. Dennis on their Salt Mill 3G pitch not a bad day to uh, have a 3G uh, pitch I was just it's yeah. probably better yeah yeah um Callington and Sticker mate ended honours even I noticed mate um the first teams played on Saturday and the reserves mate didn't they mm. but, good uh, planning yeah yeah it was mate yeah um yeah, end, ended honors even there, mate, with a with a Desmond, mate, a Desmond T to make there. So uh, Callington sticker, um, referee by former legendary keeper Steve Newt, mate, that one
1: yeah.
2: Newt, he, mate. He says, he went man in black now any of these days. Talking about ex players yeah. referee, That's true. Um, and disappointingly, Dave again, really, um, Weybridge couldn't raise a side to travel to Bude. Mm. So for a club as big as the bridges mate What's that?
1: Ways. two saturdays running now yeah, isn't it, it is, so
2: there's it. a, it's a y- bit you have to uh, disappointing, it not it worry a little bit there yeah but um i think there's a hope on the horizon mate i've i've heard on the old football grapevine like you do mate with uh weybridge reserve so I, have you heard that one, mate? Um, no, but I think I might know who's going yeah, there, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say too much because I don't know. You know, I, you know the old football jungle drums. No, that could thing, it but... could
1: it be someone who's just left Porth, perhaps? Um,
2: no, no, no. What well, I don't think so. Anyway, mate. Oh, um, you, you could be. I'll, I'll speak to you about it after, mate, if you like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can mention it next week. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. But obviously <laughs> rumours in football it but oh, right. yeah, so uh, o- hopefully they will be getting a bit more of a team soon, Dave, by the sounds of it. But but uh... From what we've heard, mate, obviously. Um, no, I've not heard anything, <clears throat> I was just starting oh, right. a rumour. No. Oh, right, mate, yeah, now um, I'm a
1: keyboard
0: warrior <laughs> or, or
2: whatever they call them, yeah, <laughs> yes, anyway, hiding behind your own <laughs> name, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the West Division, Dave, um, Penryn still maintained a hundred percent record with a third of the season gone, so pretty impressive stuff, mate. They. They won a tough match though, mate, a wet wet and windy Oxland Park, mate, beating a 3-2. Um, Keegan McPhilbin scored his first goal for the club in that match, mate. Um, St Day, they sent out a bit of a message, really, they thrashing an 8-1 at, uh, at the Vogue. Um, Jake Williams top scored in that game with four goals. Jake Williams. Jake Williams, mate. Yeah, took it. Took him on to eight for the season. Usually a bit of a winger, Jake, as well, yeah, mate. Really. So, but he's got eye for gold, Dave. So, talented lad, Jake. So, yeah, he got four in that one. Uh, third place Falmouth drew two-two at fifth place Uh with the evergreen Justin Miles amongst the goals, mate. For Parhamporth, played for. Right. I know Justin's. You know, signed for. Nuke, is he? Yeah, he
1: played, well, he played
2: Friday night. That's right, yeah, he did. Played he played against um, Falmouth. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, yeah, that's why he's available Saturday. But so, he played against so Falmouth played. Friday and Saturday? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah,
5: <laughs>
2: that's right, mate. yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't look at it that
1: way. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but yeah, just scored, mate. So, good old just And uh, Brody Kemp and Fraser Harris, mate, for Falmouth. Uh, to, Fraser, mate, son of Lee Harris, remember Lee? Mate? Yes. Yeah. My old no, strike partner, but, mate. Now a
1: member of the F Troop
2: yeah he Lee, is isn't he? Lee, so, Lee. yeah yeah great player mate when he was about 14 Dave we, we played together for West Cornwall schools mainly up front mate and wouldn't he it, peak a bit early did he or what he did mate he's better <laughs> than me at school yeah, yeah I thought he was better than me to be honest Dave he was great great striker mate he had a lot of problems with his knees and all Dave and never really you know fulfilled his potential really but good old though, great lad but yeah brilliant player when he was 13 14 great finisher but um yeah, so Fraser, mate, his son was a month ago, and after that game, mate, or not after, I think it's before. But Lee Denton, mate, you know we spoke mm. to on on the show, didn't we, mate? Like, end the last season, Lee Lee come back and oversaw Parimponph winning the combo, didn't he last year, mate? Sorry, mate, I think that's the ice machine <laughs> <laughs> kicking in. there, um, Yeah, so Lee's yeah come back, you know, won the won the combo for Parimponph, but he stepped down, mate, decided to step down and. I think a few players have gone, you know, with him that he's bought in, so all change at Parent Porth, I think, mate. One of the pre season title favourites really. Or, or were the favourites I think in most people's eyes. But So
1: those players that have
2: left as well, they're they're not going to bridge. Not that I know of, they. No. No. no okay. Not that I no, not that I know of, mate. But um but yeah, but I think Luke's stepping up, mate, from the reserves. Luke Luke Kellen. Luke yeah, Luke's stepping up, so
1: I also uh, no, from reading the most knowledge, uh, most informative forum in Cornwall for mm. football. Uh, reading that forum, I noticed that Danny O'Hagan actually fancied being the, the, the uh,
2: yeah the manager he, there. Yeah, well, obviously, like as you know, that you know, good mates with Danny in that day, I, which I, surprises I, me slightly. Like, okay. Yeah, I think he, you know, I think he was because um, Lee. It's took a couple of weeks break anyway, Dave, you know, away mm. from it. And I think Danny's had the team for the last couple, right. couple of games. I think he fancied, you know, he does fancy management, isn't he? Because obviously he's 43, you know, so, so I think that's his next step in football, mate. But but uh, I think the club's decided to, you know, because I think Luke's been there two or three seasons doing the reserves now, mate, is he? So I think they're going to just step Luke up and into the first team role, mm. mate, so... I don't think too many would be arguing with Luke, mate. At half the time, mate, <laughs> he's, he's a big old unit, mate. But uh, great guy, though. Great guy. So, so best of luck to him, mate. Um, so it's Penryn's title then, isn't it? Wow, well, it's too early, isn't it? They still. <sighs> it's too. But it, um, I mean, obviously, you know what Penryn nine out of nine, no, mate, and you know they were probably. It's probably. I don't know, mate. I suppose it, a bit disharmony <laughs> in, in your in your rivals, you know. I suppose it's, it's going to be good news, isn't it I suppose, but you know, players leaving and things. But wouldn't surprise you, though, know, mate. If Perenpohr still have something to say, mate, really. But uh, watch watch that space, I think, Dave, innit? But there's other teams, mate. I mean, St. Ives Dave, they move into the top six now with a routine four-one win at and Well, which you predicted, mate, didn't you? I went for three one I think but but yeah, four one it was mate. Um Ross Duncan mate scored twice. He's to the take man. His, yeah. Take his season total into double figures. Um Mullion had a decent four one win over Redruth United. Simon James mate uh scored a penalty for Redruth day this week because so he missed you. one on purpose didn't he last oh, week oh yes yes yeah yes. so rather ironic you know he had another penalty he, this week he and probably didn't miss that one yeah yeah he really? could have said he was doing it again <laughs> <laughs> i'm such a sportsman <laughs> yeah oh, yes. but no great piece of sportsmanship <clears throat> you know as we mentioned on the show mm. last week mate what an amazing show of sportsmanship but amazing show amazing show of sportsmanship oh, mate right. yeah <laughs> i thought i thought yep. mate but um yeah but uh uh, a depleted Wendron, mate. They, as we've mentioned earlier, with Potsy, you know, getting Steve War out of retirement, mate. They won 2-1 at St Agnes. I think it was a bit wet and windy at Aggie, mate. <laughs> Imagine mm, that, mate. Yeah, on, not on the edge of the places. Nah, weather like that. Nah, cracking, mate. We've seen a few hmm. blustery days there, mate, haven't we? Hmm. But, but yeah, but it's, yeah, as we mentioned, mate, the two substitutes come on, finish your game. 91 years between them, Potsy and Steve, mate. Um, James Moseley and Ben Coleman were the two winning goals for Wendron he was mustard, apparently mate
6: <laughs> sorry mate sorry <laughs> He's been waiting to say yeah, that one, it's, it's rubbish mate, isn't it? it's rubbish
2: but uh, yeah that's it really Dave across the two divisions um, teams of the week mate I think in the east I think I'm going to go for Lundson mate moved up to fifth in the table beating third place Salt Ash United mm-hmm. yeah, 3-2 two, mate at Penny Gillum yeah I think you know, great result that. Who the week before, obviously, beat leaders St. no less. So, great result. And um, in the West, a couple of teams impressed, really, David. I mean, obviously, Penryn winning 3-2 at Luggan was a good result. Um, Luggan already been to Per and Portham won, So, great result for Penryn. And a, and a depleted Wendron winning at St. Agnes. Mate. I thought thought that was St. Day crashing in eight goals against Ludgefern as well. But... But I think looking at all the results, Dave, I'm gonna go for Falmouth, mate. <laughs> drawing drawing two two at Parent
1: Fourth, mate. I know I mentioned quite a few teams there, but but no, I you're th- just surprised me. you, you were you talking about teams that had won and then all of a sudden yeah, yeah. In, come in through the back door yeah, the Falmouth,
2: town, came, Yeah, that's it, yeah. No, I know they didn't win, but I think drawing two two at parent, I mean they've They've, well, they've thrown the title race wide open, I think. Though, yeah. haven't they weren't I mean, they? Only lost
1: once this season. Yeah, exactly, five.
2: exactly, mate. Yeah, they, I mean, top six, mate. Any of the top. So it's six? not Penrith's title yet, then? No, nah, not at all, mate. Mm. No, nah. I mean, lot, pff, quite a lot of games to play yeah. in there. Nine down, nineteen to go, and it, mate. So can he? I don't even like think of I don't I don't really look at league tables day till Christmas do you seriously mate yeah every week I mean yeah you know, I look at it mate but I don't
1: you know it's just too uh, early isn't it Jack's on a yeah. bit of a you know, slump yeah. of uh, goals for Yeah, two
2: forward, games now, mate. Yeah, missed that penalty. Where had that penalty. Mind you, mate, I, the, the, <laughs> I, I thought he scored on Saturday. It was it, was, it was 50-50 because Keegan's uh, corner was like whipped in towards the keeper. Jack jumped up in front of Sean Carter as he was going to punch in. It looked like it flicked off his head and went over Sean's hands. Because I think, you know, if there wasn't a, a deflection, you know, he would have just punched it away. But, you know, I, I, think, I think he said, he was happy to claim it mate, but obviously it's Keegan's first goal for Penry, mate. So <laughs> so um yeah, I went to Keegan, mate. So hang yeah.
1: on, wh- when would a
2: striker not be happy to claim a goal? I know mate, I know he's 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 too generous at that, so, mate, any I'd have been fuming mate. <laughs> but uh nah no nah, so as long as they keep winning, I think Dave, I think I think you they've know, got a hell of a team spirit there, mate, so I think they're just happy to keep uh, keep winning. Um the games. So whilst we're
1: talking about goals, let's just mention the goal scoring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do end you of want, the month?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dave, did yeah, as promised, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, end mm. of each month. Um, I'll just do the top half a dozen in each league. Yeah, yeah. yeah in, in the East, mate. Um, two players on 13, mate. Seem to be a few more goals in the East, mate, going around. A little bit tighter in the West, but but uh, two players, mate. Kieran Bishop of St. and Rob Spencer of Polperro, mate, both on 13. Um, Craig Allen, right behind them, mate. St Morgan on 12. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Scott Percy from Bewes. That's a new name. I'll I'll probably see him on Saturday, mate, if I yeah. go and watch that game, mate. Yeah. So no, I'll, I'll let you know what he's like, mate. Scott Percy. He's on 10, mate, double figures. And a couple of St players on 9, mate. Um, Cam Bidgood and Chris Kilby, mate, both on 9. So that's the sort of top half a dozen in the East. And in the West, mate... Um, Brody Kemp, mate, young man I know well from his youth football days, mate, from Falmouth Town. He's on 11. Uh, Ross Duncan, as we've mentioned, mate, from St. seems to be scoring every week, Dave, doesn't he? He's on 10. Uh, Ryan Reeve, mate, last season's combo top scorer from Penryn. Reeve, he's on an 8. And with the the four goals at the weekend, Jake Williams of St. Day's joined him on 8, mate, after his four goals. And there's three players on 7, mate. We've got uh, Gavin Boone, from Perrin Jack Rapsy, mate, from Penryn on seven, and Dan Richards of St Day, on seven, mate, so those three, and that's like the sort of top half dozen in the West, mate.
1: So with your experience of uh, this league, Gavin Boone, is mm. he likely to be going back to St Day, wow, wow. <laughs> like that's That was my first thought,
2: Dave, actually. Do yeah. they need him? Wow, that's the thing, mate, goals galore at vote, yeah. mate, at the minute, isn't it? But, good player mate lively striker mate any lively striker gavin so mm. you know i thought interesting yeah it will be interesting mate i think
1: but uh, and i think i robbed you from you saying what was coming up yeah just week. the
2: games of the week david obviously it's uh, senior cup second round mate. in it so yeah. there's not many league games to talk about in the west mate was one i think um there's a few in the east with uh, fifth place and mate hosting sixth place Torpoint, mm. um, that 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 could be the pick of them I think mate fifth v six, and v Torpoint mate at Penny Gillam, um, and I think well there's a few tasty looking games in the Senior Cup mate sort of uh, west v east as well or east v west. There's a Luggan v Saint Morgan I think that'd be a good game mate, but obviously we'll talk about that more later, won't we? I think Saint Morgan might have a few on uh, international duty Rupert. day. <laughs> um, Penryn against Butte, mate. I mean, Butte were a peninsula team last season, mate, and they're travelling to West leaders, Penryn, who are hoping to be a Peninsular team next season. So that could be interesting. Title's um, theirs. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was that easy, mate. But for me, mate, I think the tie of the round, Dave, if I had to pick one, if um, Hale against Paul, Paul Perro. Oh yeah, and
1: we'll be talking about that one a yeah, bit later. so yeah, well. I won't
2: say too much about no. that, mate. But come on the greens, mate. That's all I
1: can say. <laughs> <Yes>. there, <mate. laughs> right. So yeah, that's uh, that's the SBL that's the day for this week. Mate. Okay, well, thanks for that wrap up, and uh, as you said, uh, of course, for some superior league sides, it's the senior cut this coming Saturday, and one of those is appearing in the competition for the very first time. It's our old friend from last season. Ash Bicknell of St Morgan Welcome back to the Friday Fix podcast Ash Thank yeah, Thanks for having me Dave. Your season's going uh, quite well isn't it in the Superior League East uh, so far
7: uh, Yeah it is a great start um, Yeah I think we've six wins from eight in the league and our first cup game this weekend so we couldn't really ask for much more as a newly promoted side I suppose
1: now, have you noticed uh, much difference from playing last season when you were in the Dutchie Premier or not?
7: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely a step up uh, in class and you know, there's a lot of better individual players in this league than what we faced last year. But um, if you relax for a couple of minutes in this league, you usually get punished. Whereas last year, we could have gone 15 or 20 minutes, not at our best, but not, not being as punished as such. So, yeah, definitely seen the difference and the level and the speed of play is much higher now so but it's good we we hope we're competing so so
1: yeah who's the best side you've played so far do you reckon um
7: yeah we, we've faced an off obviously. They're top of the league um they moved the ball around very quick um and they were young and energetic they're probably the best side we've played um but, you know, we've, we've had a few difficult games. The so tour point and launch and both of good game as well. So, but yeah, I'd say Arsenal just perfect, to be honest.
1: OK, now it's Cornwall Senior Cup for you this Saturday. Uh, you had a bye in the first round. So, uh, this will be uh, another taste of uh, making history for the club, won't it?
7: Yeah, yeah. This is the, the big cup, I suppose. This is the cup that everyone wants to be involved in in Cornwall. Um, but, yeah, Senior Cup, first of all, well, the debut appearance for St Morgan Football Club. So, not only a proud day for me and the players, but for the whole club in general, to be honest, Dave.
1: Now, it's a Luggan RBL at their place in the second round. Now, are there some some of your players that didn't even know where Luggin is or not?
7: Um, we're, we're fortunate in a way, Dave, that a few of our players have played um, you know, high standard football before um, when the old combination league. So, a few of them would have come across a Um we went and watched their third team last year, actually, in the uh, Junior Cup semi-final against Foxhall. So, yeah, we're all aware of where Logan is, hopefully. So, we <laughs> won't get lost on the way on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I understand the sat-nav isn't that good for uh, Oxland Park, so be careful. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah it's fine I visited there before Dave at football so we should be alright I suppose good good
1: No, but I gather you won't be at full strength um, unfortunately some of your players are on international duty aren't they
7: yeah well yeah that's the case every week isn't it everyone will always be a few players short this week and that week but yeah a few of the lads are away this week but you know we've got a big squad and a good squad so it shouldn't affect us too much we'll still be looking to get a good result and hopefully progress to the third round you yeah, know yeah, I believe that's in the Southwest Vincius I've come in so hopefully we'll be in the mix for that draw
1: Yeah that's right, round three the the big boys come in, now Now, when I asked Andy Air of Gerrans a couple of weeks ago, I, I thought he would want you know a, it, it, yeah, if he got to that stage I thought he'd want a, a big club at home but well, I know you've got a bit of lugging yet but who would you fancy playing in the third round?
7: Good question Dave, good question a, good, a question that's Divided a lot of opinion in our changing room. Um, <laughs> like you said, it's it's nice to have the big boys coming to your home uh, for the third round. But for me, it's it, as long as it's, if we were to go through, it's a big team. I don't mind home or away. The uh, the luxury we get with playing away is obviously the good, the good standard of pitch as you play out in the Southwest Peninsula. But you know, I, I don't think many Southwest Peninsula sides. Uh, We'll fancy playing at Travarian when it's 40 mile an hour winds and <laughs> yeah, coming down heavy in rain so we fancy ourselves I think against any opposition at home
1: Right, okay, well we'll have to wait and see whether that happens, now, now the other week uh, you were in, I think you were in Benidorm, weren't you uh, suggesting that uh, Rapper and I we didn't uh, have a very good prediction that weekend
7: Yeah, that's right Dave, I didn't uh, did send you a message from Benidorm actually um, but no, like, like you say, that Your prediction, I think you have a talk win that weekend, but and I think Rapho had a a two-all draw, and we we think we can have 3-1 winners. So it's one of those leagues, I think, this year. Everyone can beat everyone if you play well on the day, any result's possible. So I can't blame you too much, Dave.
1: Well, the other thing is that you know that if we predict Sit Morgan going to lose, you've got a chance of actually winning instead.
7: Yeah, 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 long may that continue. Go against us every week, hopefully.
1: <laughs> right. Well, thanks for coming on, Nash. Uh, it, it's good to know that the season's going well and uh, you're enjoying the uh, experience of playing at. Uh, well, I, I guess the facilities wise, they they're gonna yes, they they got to be better than what you uh, have been used to, aren't they?
7: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we, we're making improvements to our home grounds, make it uh, a better facility in terms of change rooms, pitch, and whatever. But you know, standardly standard the away teams we've been playing out some of the pitches have been South West Peninsula pitches. We played at Callington last weekend and you know we've been up to the mill at four points. So we've played on a lot of these pitches at the South West side of the Using. So yeah, it's been it's been good. And it's a good experience to go and play on these pitches, to be honest. But yeah, it's, it's been good.
1: And a final word perhaps for uh, striker Craig Allen. He still seems to be uh, hitting the back of the net.
7: Yeah, he is, he is, uh, at the minute, Dave. Uh, you know, we we weren't sure, as a group, how we were going to get on in the new league, but Craig seems to be taking it in his stride still and hitting the back of the net regularly. So, long may that continue. But, obviously, he's had a bit of assistance from his player manager lately. He's been on the score sheet a few times, hasn't he? So.
1: Yeah. but <laughs> no. Talk us through your, your, your most recent goal. Did you? I think you scored on uh, last Saturday, didn't you, last weekend? Yeah, I,
7: I scored a penalty away at Callington. So
1: Oh, well, they um, don't count.
7: No, we'll obviously be a manager. You get to choose who takes them, don't you, Dave? So, um, <laughs> and then I scored a, 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 what I call, uh, what I said to the lad, the world class tap in from four yards <laughs> on the weekend, just gone to More Winchester as well. So, no, yeah, it's been not nice to be amongst the goals for once.
1: But conditions being as they were on Saturday, did you actually slide in and, and touch the ball home, or was it just standing up straight and and uh, nonchalantly sort of uh, tucking it away?
7: Yeah, to be honest, Dave, a lack of movement. Actually, uh, helped me get into a good position, and the ball just fell at my feet from four or five yards out. So, <laughs> you know, they all count. Rapha Raff- will tell you that, but he's probably looking over his shoulder now at my record. So, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. The suggestion was that you're you're closing in on his 2005. How many have you got? Do you reckon?
7: Well, I think I think that's three this season, Dave. So you know, <laughs> I three and five appearances. So yeah, I have regular starting position now
1: for me. Good ratio.
7: Yeah, not bad for someone that scored one goal last year.
1: <laughs> right, well it's good to hear that you enjoy your football, Ash, and long may it continue.
7: Yeah, thanks for having us on again, Dave.
0: Your cornish worker
1: Thanks to Ash there, but uh, what he didn't touch on there, Rapper, was the that the international duty I mentioned is in fact a stag do in dublin <laughs> i went dublin last year actually david <laughs> i'm sure they're gonna have a great uh weekend
2: mate rather be playing football mine but i think they'll probably sink a bit of the old uh, few guinnesses mate wouldn't they <laughs> i went to that croak park tour Dave, when i was there in dublin rugby yeah the stadium. world sort of rugby hurling you know the old gaelic football oh, yeah yeah Yeah, eighty-three thousand it was mate. massive stadium did the old sort of tour you know with the changing rooms and that and yeah, the bloke that was showing us around was a big Celtic fan, mate, so got on with him, like, mate, I mate. Mean, yeah, me and the brother-in-law. But, uh, yeah, amazing stadium, Dave, 83,000. But, yeah, I'm sure they'll have a great time in Dublin, mate, won't they? Yeah, I'm sure they will. But uh, going really well, mate, In not they? St Morgan,
1: first yeah. season, senior football. I, I did wonder, actually, whether we have put the, the curse on St Morgan because we interviewed Andy Eyre just before, right, for Gerrins, just yeah. before they were playing a Luggan Seven in the Senior <laughs> Cup. <laughs> yeah. And now we've interviewed <laughs> yeah, interview that's St true. Morgan just before they're playing in Luggan again yeah. in the Senior Cup. So I did think about that afterwards and thought, ah, sorry, Ash, but there we go.
0: Yeah.
1: So back to the interviews and yeah. let's go a step higher than the Superior League and it's up to step six. And so that means only one man, the SWPL secretary, Phil Hiscox, who can always clear things up for us. Welcome, Phil. Now, one of the reasons for having you on every week is to clear up any queries we have on the rules and regulations because you're the Mm -hmm. man that knows everything when it comes to that. Well,
8: if I don't know, I know the man who does.
1: Right. (laughs) Match abandonments. I know you know this one because I'm sure you've told us before, but last Saturday we had the game at Port 11, uh, abandoned half-time. Some people said, oh, the result will stand. Some people said, no. Just give us the proper clarification on what happens.
8: Right, OK. The, years ago, there used to be a 70-minute rule. Now, that no longer exists in the pyramid. Um, it, it, technically, an abandonment after two minutes could count, or after 88 minutes couldn't count, <laughs> if I, to make it even more confusing. Yes. The, the definition of, of when you can count a result is where, the, by counting the result, it does no injustice to the overall league. So. At the moment, that was poor and Launceston. My, my judgment, and I think it would be a sound judgment for September, is that either of those teams could, at the end of the season, be in a championship or relegation position, and therefore, by counting the result now, would would have an effect on that. Okay. However, let's, let's go forward six months or so, and the same thing happens on a Saturday in April, okay. Um You could look at the league table then and say, well, actually, Porf Levin aren't going up or down, Launceston aren't going up or down. It does no injustice. The result stands.
1: Right. Okay. So it's the promotion, relegation, champions, uh, bottom of the table. That's something could get into possibly. Oh, yes. Yeah. That as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that uh, covers that off, I think.
8: If I could just clarify the 70 minute thing, where people get confused about that is. That there is a situation or a, a chance, choice in the rules, where in the event of I don't know perhaps a team turning up late on, on a dark Saturday at the club without lights or, or some adverse weather, if the two teams and the referee agree to have a 35-minute each way game, in other words a 70-minute game, mm-hmm. that's different because although it's a 70-minute game, it was agreed before they, they started and therefore the result would stand at 70 minutes. Right. Okay. But that's not an abandonment. That's an agreement to play less than the regulation 90 yeah.
1: minutes. Righty-ho. And so uh, th- this uh, aspect will vary depending on league to league, presumably, as well, from what well, you Well,
8: the FA have got two sets of standard rules now <laughs> um, there's the standard code of rules or score as people sometimes refer it to which applies at leagues that are affiliated to county FAs um, so that's sort of uh, super League downwards uh, and there's a slight variation uh, of those rules that apply to youth leagues with, with obviously a bit more about child protection and things in them that the adult leagues don't necessarily have uh, and then the pyramid which is conference level to our level at step six those leagues that are affiliated direct to Wembley rather than direct to a county FA they have the conveniently unworded or worded uh, standardised rules so you have the standard code of rules and the FA standardised rules which are two completely separate documents
1: okay. they don't make it easy um, do they uh,
8: yeah and the main difference actually in the standardised rules that we have to govern is there's a lot more legal text about um, situations where a club might file for bankruptcy and things which because a lot of, obviously you're dealing there with a sort of legal text that might apply to a conference club and things
1: okay well we'll come back to another rule clarification in the moment but um, whilst we're looking back at last saturday uh, twitter uh, team of the week sticker you, you you'll be pleased uh, i'm sure that every team now has got a win under their belt in the league
8: Yes, I, I think it's. There's it, it perhaps nothing more depressing than seeing a team um, with nil beside their name, and, and I think we, we touched on Sticker back along, didn't we? Where mm. I'd, I'd been to watch them play, and I. And I I I always feel a bit sorry for them because they're a very well run club and they've done wonders with their facilities for a little village uh, and the missing ingredient at that time was obviously they didn't have a single point so although I wasn't there on Saturday I was very pleased to see that they got off the mark
1: Yeah, and Twitter team of the week as well
8: yeah, yeah. Again, when I choose the four nominations on a Saturday tea-time evening, um, sometimes you, you almost know who's going to win. And I, it was, it was, I thought, a fairly safe bet that Sticker w- would be uh, not only the, the one one of the ones to nominate, but would probably come out on top this week. And uh, I think actually 47% they had, which is the highest winning team has had so far this season. Oh, right. So the most comfortable winners of Team of the Week so far this season.
1: What's the most you've ever had? Uh, any idea?
8: Percentage-wise? Yeah,
1: the biggest Uh, sort of win.
8: I think there was one last season in the 50 yeah.
1: Um
8: but again, I think it was it was such a, a standout result compared to the others. Um, the, the best ones, in, I suppose, in, in terms of things, is probably like the week before, where um, uh, there had been you know, a couple of teams that had really good results, and, and I think the winning team only had like 33%, and the team that was second had like 28%, um, <laughs> because you know the, the results were were sort of both you know notable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Right, OK. Next query of the week coming up then, sin bins. Now, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> now, well, I think the way that you text me, just uh, suggest, suggesting that there were a few at uh, at the Alberton. Brixham game I, I, it's yeah. almost like you wanted me to talk about it but um, what What? you know well first of all tell us what happened how many were in the Simbin at the same time right,
8: right well <laughs> it's rather odd I, I had a I hadn't uh, you know was, I, I go and sort of tick off the ground and Elberton was a little sort of untidy one for me in that we'd obviously we'd been there at the start of the season for the charity day but that doesn't really count for seeing Elberton uh, and I had to see uh, and I'm sure many hotline listeners would, would be aware of him I hadn't seen him for a while Mike Sampson mm-hmm. he had a, a thing uh, some printing for me and I had uh, some programs to pass on to him so I uh, arranged to, to meet Mike Sampson I thought I well, would we'll tick off Elberton as a, as a proper you know being there and watch them at home um, and yes the first half was some um, <laughs> very, very unusual. Very. <laughs> unusual. At one point, um, just before half time, Brixton actually had eight players on the pitch and three in the sin bin. Um, and that's the first time that's happened. Well, I think earlier in the season, St Denis had had three players in bin during the game, but not at the same time. Um, so that's by having three in at the same time, that was very odd seeing 11 mm. versus eight on the pitch. Um, And then in the second half, uh, one of those that had a sin bin in the the first half managed to get himself a second sin bin. So even I had to sort of quickly scratch through the rule book to remind myself what happened in that situation. Um, And what in fact does happen in that one is that the, the player who's had two sin bins cannot return onto the pitch uh, but he can be substituted but only when he'd served his ten minutes right. so you had this uh, rather oddity of uh, ten minutes later of a substitute coming on and nobody actually going off <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, and was it um, did everyone, was everyone aware of you know, what should happen or not? Or did they um, all look think, to you? I think
8: the, the <laughs> match officials did. Yes, I. I, I, I don't think there was. <clears throat> I think there was a lot of uh, talk on sort of social media about when does it get abandoned and yeah. uh, <laughs> and things. That um, yeah. I, uh, I don't want to say too much about Brixham's conduct, but I, I, I can't imagine they would be very proud of themselves in the morning after.
1: How one-sided was it on the pitch whilst there were three in the sin bin? I mean, were were Albert just knocking it around, you know, with well, ease? Well, they, they actually
8: they scored the third goal, which obviously was the killer goal um, during that that period, um, and. I felt a little bit sorry for the referee because the, the uh, Brixham goalkeeper took out an Alberton forward, and there was the talk over the sort of half-line cuppa was actually perhaps that should have been a red card for the goalkeeper, <laughs> 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 or he actually gave the penalty in a yellow card. Um, so yeah, it could have actually been worse. I think it, you know another day yeah, that that foul could, could well say some people were, were openly talking about perhaps that should have been a red on its own. Oh dear.
1: Right. Oh well, busy disciplinary uh, in Devon, mm. uh, I suppose uh, for the Devon FA coming up, is it? But, uh, well, I'm,
8: I'm, yeah, although of
1: course they don't get all the money for the sin
8: bins and such no. as if they're served. Although let's say there were other misconduct last night, so I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they uh, they won't be going bankrupt
1: this week. <laughs> right, well, some interesting games coming up uh, over the next seven days. Um, where are you off from Friday onwards, then?
8: Uh, Friday I am intending going down to Bodmin versus Weybridge um, which is an attractive fixture there was some talk about whether that should have been a Christmas fixture Mm -hmm. um, but the way the the sort of restructure came it didn't but we've put in both Bodmin versus Weybridge and later in the season Weybridge versus Bodmin as Friday night games Mm -hmm. Um, so there's I should imagine there'll be a decent crowd for that one. Saturday I am off with a ground hopping friend of mine who's in the area because the the West League have got their ground hopper over the weekend Uh, but he's Never been to Holdsworthy, so we're off to Holsworthy. Uh, well, ironically, I've been playing Brixham. Oh. Uh, oh, so dear. Hopefully, Brixham will, will keep the 11 players on the pitch. <laughs> um, and then uh, next week, um, I'm possibly tempted on Tuesday by a little trip down to Poltair for St Austell versus St Dennis um, I want to see where Tracy and Alicia Banfield are standing on that one.
1: Ooh. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes two of her clubs, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah,
8: yeah. yeah. That'll well, be interesting. Tracy was Secretary of. St. Dennis is now Secretary of St. Austell, and the new Secretary of St. Dennis is Tracy's daughter
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Good, right, okay, well lots of uh, interesting games coming up, we'll catch up with you, it's seven days time We'll look forward to it
0: your cornish
2: good to see Sticker win, Dave. Eh? I think we was talking about that game last week, mate, when we uh, I said stick you know, I thought sticker were alright, mate, then I? I watched them and you said you thought Callington were alright, so that was one of our predictions, wasn't it? It was, was actually mate, yeah. I yeah, think we I got went, that one wrong. You went three two Callington. I went two two sticker actually, mate, so yeah, both got it. 2-2, Sticker. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, T2. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond, T2, but no, yeah, sorry, T2. <laughs> um, but yeah, nice to see him win, mate. Nice for Flacky, mate. And a, I thought there might be a little win around the corner for him, mate. You know, the way they played against Alston mm. that evening, mate. So, yeah, I, I thought they were okay, mate, but so still ain't seen a sin bin, Dave. Well, I was just about to say on the
1: old sin bin front yeah. that... It was a busy night at Elba. I mean, what, what's going on? All it's these players crazy, in the sin bin. Yeah, it's only. Cra- I didn't know actually, mate, until Phil
2: mentioned it, mate. You know, if you get two sin bins, that sort of counts as a red card, mate. You're yeah, not, not laid back on. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I didn't well, it got
1: to be substituted. So yeah, yeah. Um, which so I suppose is, is yeah, fair enough, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you just true. keep going almost. But uh, yeah,
2: it defeats the object, I suppose. Else,
1: know, but right. the question would be. Now, what happens if... What is it? You've got to have seven players, seven haven't you, to, to, yeah, c- c- to play a game. playing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we don't want to go there. Are you ever likely you, to get five in, <laughs> in, in the space of ten minutes? Mate? <laughs> That'd be pretty... You oh. don't deserve to play if you do, mate, do I think. <laughs> I think... I think possibly the referee would make sure that he didn't yeah, give he five, would, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No matter what yes. stick he was getting. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we heard uh, where Phil's going this Saturday but um, surely there's there's got to be only one place really to be watching a game this Saturday in the, in yeah. the peninsula and that's down west for the Marysol S- Saltash Premier West League game Let's hear from the Seagulls central defender Ben Williams and firstly his thoughts about last Saturday at St Denis Well not too many problems I'm assuming last Saturday uh, as you were 6-0 winners at St Denis Ben
6: uh, yeah, just the conditions really. Um was probably the biggest biggest test that we had. Um I think we had a good well, sorry, about ten, fifteen minutes where we didn't get our rhythm and I think they had a sniff. Um and once we started to get control we um yeah, just uh, blew them away really.
1: Did it rain and rain and rain?
6: Oh more than that. <laughs> it's like a monsoon. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was at Wendron. It, uh, it was pretty wet there, so. Uh, and St Dennis is a bit more open, isn't it? So, uh, not so good. Yeah, it's
6: not a lot of shelter.
1: No. No goals for top scorer Kieran Toland, though. Did he play or what? Yeah,
6: he played. Uh, had a few sitters, to be honest. Just oh. wasn't his day.
1: <laughs> but that's, that's good. I like it. A defender suggesting that a forward had a few sitters that he missed, but...
6: <laughs> They'd batter us if it was the other way around, wouldn't
1: they? <laughs> uh, you scored, didn't you? I did,
6: yeah. Um, yeah, I got a header at the back post.
1: Right. Not your Bad first of the season, though? No.
6: Um, Weybridge last week.
1: So that's, uh, what, two nils and a 7-2. So uh, high-scoring victories before the Crunch game coming up on Saturday. Mousel against Saltash United and, and even are saying it's a big one.
6: Yeah, I think that's the the fixture that a lot of people will be looking to go to, isn't it? Um two of the unbeaten teams in the league and both both scoring a lot of goals and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting I think.
1: So is it gonna be a case of you'll just go out and play your usual passing game or do you think it might be slightly different because obviously you're you're trying to combat Saltash's threats as well, or how's it gonna pan out, do you reckon?
0: Yeah,
6: I think, you know, we've got our philosophy and we're gonna we'll stick to that and no matter what, we'll we'll still play our way. We're still gonna play the way that we're gonna we're gonna play and we want to play. And that's that's what we train ourselves for, and I think that's why we're so successful at the moment.
1: So in training, I mean, I've watched you a couple of games, uh, and it's very much passing, passing, passing. And is that what you do a lot in training? Is it? It's um,
6: little, little bits of it. Yeah, a lot of it is like um, fitness as well, uh, momentum, and just game-related like scenarios. Um, I think the first. Four or five games, we wasn't really firing and getting again uh, a lot of goals, but we're still winning. Um, I think the game related scenarios that um, Ashie, Fletch, and Hards put through the training is really starting to pay off now.
1: Well, presumably you get everyone turning up for training at uh, a place like mosel
6: Yeah, yeah, we get good numbers every week. Um, it's uh, it's you know competition for places, no one's safe and everyone wants to be a part of it at the moment. Everyone's hungry, and a few tackles that go in that shouldn't, probably. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just really professional, the way it's set up, and the standards are high, and we take those into set. And Again, I think the intensity and the desire that everyone has a train in um, rubs off on a Saturday.
1: So where do you actually train in the winter anyway? Because presumably you don't train on the pitch or near the pitch.
6: Are oh, we train at either Mounts Bay or Pembroke College on the all weather? Yeah, uh, sorry, the outdoor three g
1: You guys must be training on it every week. So why is it so difficult to get used to on a game when when you train on it so often?
6: I think it's the difference, in, you know, in the way the ball moves on the pitch. Grass, um, grass obviously is a lot slower, and if you've got um, a wet astro, it just zips off. And I think. Yeah, just trying to find a stride for the game. is really hard on your foot. It's, it's, it's not the nicest of things to to be able to play on. To be honest, I just prefer playing on, on grass on a pitch.
1: So you can you you can't see the day when all we've got is uh, all weather surfaces. Nah,
6: I, I personally wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be happy with that. But um, yeah, the way the ball moves um, and And everything—it's just—it's just just not the same. It's just not natural, really.
1: Okay. So back to Peninsula League football, and um, this game Saturday against Saltash. Do you ever look at the stats of opponents, or do you not care about those sort of things?
6: No. uh, I think you get people tell you, "No, Saltash scored five or six and stuff," but we just focus on ourselves. We just take take each game as it comes and. We've got Kieran you know, firing them in, and like goals starting to come in from from everywhere, deeper in midfield, centre backs, um, yeah. and yeah, we we just worry about ourselves now. We just take our standards, and we want clean sheets as defenders, and we want us. Our... It's just as simple as that, really.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Well. I know I, am I for one, are looking forward to seeing the game on Saturday. And, uh, well, I would imagine you get a fair old crowd down there, won't you? I don't know what sort of average you do get for home games.
6: Yeah, it's been picking up recently. Um, I think there's a lot of neutrals that are going to be coming for this one as well, like being the, the standout fixture, I think, of the weekend. So, um, I think, yeah, we're expecting a big crowd.
1: OK, well, best of luck on the day, Ben, and... Um... You know, we'll obviously be uh, checking in as the season goes on, but uh, I guess at the moment, yeah, yeah, the the club must be happy. Although perhaps you've just drawn a a couple too many games,
6: yeah. You know, our standards are so high, Um, we expect to win every game, and that's what we want to be doing. Um, as all the top teams, you know, they'd still be expecting to win every game going into it. Uh, Paul Flevin, last minute penalty. I just wasn't quite at it, um, but again, it's early days, and I think we're starting to get a good rhythm and good balance now.
1: Early days, so I guess um, both managers would say if they should lose on Saturday that um, well it's early in the season, you know we can recover from that.
6: I don't know what they'd be saying. <laughs> or actually, to be fair, but uh, I know us as players, you know, we're we're hungry and definitely going to win it and we're not
0: fearing anyway you're listening to the cornish soccer rappo and deke's friday fix well thanks to ben there big game this rappo innit uh
1: both unbeaten in the league yeah massive massive dave isn't it. massive mate in fact may I as mean, well unbeaten this season
2: yeah yeah exactly mate yeah i mean whoever i mean whoever wins mate i mean they, they won't win the league will they but but is a is a great chance to well, they mind. might win the league, but yeah, But it? yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> too early to win the league type of thing, mate. But it have done have to put a bit of a marker down. They've done it, you know, the old proverbial marker, mate. Hard one to call, Dave, isn't it? Great opportunity for Mowsl, mate, to to beat both their biggest rivals in the space of four days, mate. Yeah, because Helston, Helston uh, coming up during so, the week. Yeah. two massive games for Mosel, mate isn't it that's
1: that's actually a good time for Mosel's game against Helston because Helston one eye perhaps on the on the vase on the vase yeah could be mate could be a good time
2: to play him mate I'm sure Ash has thought about all this Dave all the permutations and yeah yeah great game oh it's a cool day isn't it all on the I think with the two two really good teams like that it's all on the day mate isn't it and Interesting debate there as well, mate, about the 3G pitches, mate, was it, going off track? You know, yeah, yeah. It's sort of accepted, mate. You know, obviously I go to Scotland quite a bit, a day, don't I, two or three times a year, and it's like, I know they get Arsha winters up there, mate, but, but you know, in in from sort of the championship down, mate, I mean, it's sort of accepted up there, mate, the 3G pitches. There's probably more 3G now than grass. In Is that right? Scottish pro football, yeah. Crikey. Yeah, and but majority of English players, mate, you still still don't like them, really, do they? No, But like you say, they train on them and everything, but still don't really want to play a match on them, do they? Yeah, I just,
1: you know, I find it a little bit strange that it still seems so alien. The the only thing I don't like about, or one of the things I don't like about um, the plastic pitches is that around the pitch, you know, you might have, you know, a couple sets of goalposts or whatever still there, Yeah. so it doesn't look like you Know an official pitch as such, you know, yeah, it's uh, know what you mean, mate. that's what I find a bit and know. other lines on the pitch as well, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah. true. I know what you mean, mate, yeah, <clears throat> okay. Well, actually, predictions next, and Mausol well Sodash sort of, is our first game, but sure. before that, what's the running uh, what, what's the yeah. score at the moment? Well, it's, it was 5 2,
2: Dave, and but you got that Perrin Wilson I've spot on, <laughs> yeah, mate, <laughs> so so uh bad week for me mate me me last better the week let me down and then <laughs> i checked the predictions mate and you you beat me one nil last weekend Ooh. so so you're six two up now Dave. six two yeah a bit of a gap there now mate developing of, isn't it yeah four four uh, result gap that's going to be tough to close that one i think mate. yeah
1: well let's see if you can because um no, who's turn to go first? It's yours, mate. Yours, yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, because it's uh, <laughs> first game. As I said, Southwest Peninsula League. Yeah. In do. the West, Mosul Saltash. No. <sighs> biggest game of the season so far, Dave?
2: Would you say? I know Saltash played to Northstoke a couple of times, didn't they? But yeah, but two unbeaten
0: teams in the league. It's,
1: this is the biggest intriguing mm. match is, so far. Because I say intriguing mm. because Mosul, You know, you probably got from my interview there that they do like passing. it. Yeah. In fact, they are so boring yeah, passing, yeah. It, passing, it, passing it, passing it, passing it. I nearly fell asleep when we yeah. played list the other week because they were in possession so much. Yeah. Um, but that's the modern game, I guess. But um, mm. they're coming again against an experienced group of players in Saltash. Mm. Uh, oh. Proper team, aren't they, Dave Saltash? Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Like it's
2: a good unit, isn't they, Against the a silky passing team against a good
1: unit, isn't it? yeah So I'm not sure no. how this one's going to pan out. So I'm going for a Desmond. Yeah, I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had that. I had a feeling you was going to. Mosul two. Yeah. sodash
1: two. I, I mean mate. Yeah. I can't. Oh, nah. Yeah, I can't. can separate them. I know. Oh, um, maybe it's all well like a draw as well, don't they, mate? So well, exactly. I mean, Mosul well yeah. really need to win. Mm. Uh, they do, don't they? Yeah, it, it would suit trans- sort of ash, ash, I think. go there and be happy with a draw. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Matt
2: and Dame would be would be happy to come away with mazel with a draw, mate, wouldn't they? I think that would suit them more than it would
1: well, Ashy, I think, mate. Don't you? Yeah, possibly. I mean, hopefully, but. big program next week. Obviously, with the Vaz, uh, mm. um, you know, featuring in most of it. So we'll get someone from Saltash on, yeah. uh, it would be interesting to hear what their thoughts are after the match, yeah. rather than before so, uh, yep yeah, yeah. so 2-2 for both of us on that one Yeah, Cornwall cool. Senior Perfect Cup, game. again we've mentioned this one, Hale against Paul Perra, yes mate, 4th in the West against 2nd
2: in the East so, another cracking game mate at Travassic, you know, on a nice pitch I mean, uh, Greg's, you know always a lovely pitch at Hale mate isn't it, to play on, so I think Paul are like that. I mean, I, I haven't seen Ail this season, but I've I watched Paul Parra at St Denis the other week, Dave. You know when they ran up the cricket cool. score. I mean, odd game to sort of judge a team. You know, they were so much in control. You know, scoring 13 goals. but but they did look good, mate. Going forward, you know, you can tell they got some real good attacking talent there, mate. Four or five players that can score goals. I've I've gone for as as much as I. As much as I like patch and hail, mate, like, as a club. I've, I've gone for a 3-2 Paul Perro, Dave. Ooh. In the battle of the greens, mate.
1: Right. Well, I've gone the same way, but um, I'm just thinking perhaps Paul Perro might be a little bit more streetwise, you know, yeah. experienced. don't know, but um, I've gone for a 3-1 win through Paul Perro. Yeah. Yeah, good side, Dave, Paul Perro.
2: Be interesting, that one. Mm.
1: Another cup game in the East Cornwall Premier, uh, first round game since Stephen against Foxhall. Big old local derby that one, Dave. Yeah, you? C- just c- round the corner. Oh, I was going to say, it's only what, a couple of miles apart. Yeah, I was going to say, <coughs> well,
2: yeah, if you drive down from Foxhall's ground, mate, down around the corner, turn left, mile and a half,
1: I reckon, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> mile and a half. half. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Right, um, well, 16 at mid-table, Foxhole third, only the one defeat since the, uh, I think it was their first game of the season. And I think Foxhole's going to come out on top of this one, 4-1. Oh, I've gone (laughs) 4-2. Yeah, I've gone 4-2. Okay. Dutchie yeah. Premier, St Newland East versus Alternum.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a tough tough one, this, though, because neither of them are really played, mate, oh, have they? No. I mean,
1: Newlyn East have won both of their games and Alternum
2: have won, won their one game, haven't they? Yeah. So, I don't know, really, mate. Um, I think Newlyn East are a bit stronger this year with you know, a few ex-Nuki players there, mate, aren't they, and things. But So, I'm just going to go for the home advantage 3-2, mate. Right. Yeah,
1: I'm a bit puzzled on this one really because I yeah. can you be into October well first Saturday yeah. in October Keep and you've only game. played one league game all yeah. to none so um, yeah. and then St and East only played two yeah. so uh, yeah. so it's 100% records something's going to go I think St Newland East uh, you mentioned the home advantage this will be their first league home game and they're going to enjoy it 3-0 3-0 crikey alright mate was that a bit rushed 3-0
2: don't know because old tournament what the game they won they scored six in didn't they mate six nil oh, right? the, but then again of? i think that was what was it eight two <laughs> no it might have been eight two but that was against only well on cuba David, ah, yes. and they're getting a few tankings yeah, aren't they the so okay, yeah, yeah. yeah three so, so maybe not mate no. yeah
1: okay next one trelawney percy stevens cup yeah the old Percy stevens
2: i've won yeah. that one mate i've yeah. won the, you won that one mate no, percy- no not no. played no? in it no? no 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 won it for maliboran
1: uh, never played junior football you
2: didn't really mate did no. you no. no
1: no good on you mate Lodgefoot reserves <laughs> against Guineo Church time, but everyone notes the match has been reversed and it's yeah. playing at what Guineo. why is
2: that though I was gonna ask you, uh, I haven't got a clue no no
1: because big <laughs> advantage to Guineo
2: like their pitch right in it you know that with that tight little you know the touch lines like
1: yeah. a foot from the edge isn't it long That's throw yeah, if you have got a long throw, I tell you what, there's a guy. Godolphin's got a long throw. Watching them play against Wendron midweek, and um, yeah, really big long yeah. throw. He'd, he'd clear the pitch, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, he would, mate, wouldn't he? Some old weapon, mate. The old long front, because it's good as a corner, isn't it? Yeah, mate? you know, so work for Stoke, mate. All them years, or Crouch up front, and all the yeah, others, and Kits and that. So, yeah, good, uh, good little bit of ammunition to have, mate. Isn't it really?
1: so who's go uh, yours mate me to go yeah. right so yes uh, cup game but both these sides in the championship division Lundgren of course um, well they were struggling, struggling weren't they for yeah. players a few weeks ago And so I guess for them really it's just a, an achievement nice to, to make played. sure they play yeah, yeah. so yeah. which is just as well because I'm sorry Lundgren yeah. but I've gone for Guineer 4-0 4-0 I've gone 5-1, oh, yeah. 5-1 I've given Lundgren a goal
2: mate but yeah <laughs> oh right 4 0 4 goal gap, anyway. Mate. Right,
0: okay. Yeah. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix.
1: Right, our last interview of the week, and it's uh, a special one as the Cornwall FA are introducing a brand new under 16 representative team for this season. The team's going to be competing in the South and West Counties Championship with matches being played on a Sunday. Five fixtures against Barks and Bucks, Devon, Dorset. Gloucestershire and Somerset and so it was a good opportunity to find out a little more about how it's coming on from one of the coaches involved Jamie Day ex-pro with over 100 football league appearances as well of course. Right well I'm with uh, Jamie Day he's um, now what how do I describe you co-manager of the new under 16s county side?
5: Yeah so uh, myself and and John um, are running the 16s together now uh John, uh probably about six months ago uh first mentioned to me about looking to start up the, the Cornwall under sixteens just to create a, a little bit of a better pathway uh for the for the players. Um hopefully they come, come with us and then there's the, the pathway there into the into the Cornwall eighteens that obviously myself and John are involved with uh with Glyn Hooper and we have been for the last four or five years.
1: Okay, so what preparation have you actually done? You, your first game is Sunday. Let's uh, tell everyone that uh, against Gloucestershire in the Southwest Counties Championship, uh, two pm kick off at Waybridge. But uh, what have you been doing uh, to to get to this far?
5: Yeah, so uh, with the rem- final two or three months of last season, myself and John got to um, quite a lot of under sixteen, uh, sorry, under fifteen football. Um, sort of t- towards the end of last season, uh, just so we're getting a-, a better understanding and an idea of of the players that are in and around the county. Obviously, spoke to a lot of managers as well, just to to get a- an even better idea. Then during the summer, we held. Um, few sets of uh, open trials Uh, i think we had over 100 players um, across the the trials attend Um, and then we've also uh, had a couple of fixtures as well which has has been useful as well so we've we've selected the the 24-man squad Um, all players that you know will be taken into consideration from myself and john Um, again that will continue throughout the year in terms of going out seeing how players are developing in their own environments Um, and we'll select players sort of you know as we see things at that moment in time so um, lots to look forward to and and as you say uh, first game of the season on on Sunday which we're really looking forward to.
1: A hundred players so selection must be quite difficult
5: it is It is difficult and and that's um if you ask Glynn as well regarding the eighteens that's that's something that we you know we have found tricky um but you know we have to open it out there for for everyone to attend everyone deserves that opportunity um, but like you say david it is difficult to to, to thin it down um, some some big tough decisions that we've had to make um, but you know've they've, they've gone as well as we we, we hoped um, we, we put all the trials on the fixtures the the, the fixtures over the summer were useful um, and then I think the lads are looking forward to getting started on Sunday
1: so how are we looking now this is where i I find it a little bit difficult i'm old fashioned and winning isn't everything but it is most of it now as a coach you look at it slightly different don't
5: you uh, yeah, um, obviously myself and John have, have spoken at length with, with Glynn about this as well. Um, and it's the same from for the 18s, obviously. We're, we're, we're putting this on for, for the players simply to have an opportunity to represent their county. Now, any game you go out, you know, the intention is, is to win. Um, there'd be something wrong with, with all of us if there wasn't. However, in the bigger picture, um, you know, the, the, the development of the players is, is something that we probably sort of look at... Um, in a little bit more detail in, as opposed to just going out for you know winning um, so it's just getting that balance right I think which is important
1: and more importantly or as important this is going to be great for Glenn isn't it he's already got uh, you know lads coming up through that he can go and watch your games and uh, well you're making it easy for him
5: wow well, absolutely I mean it, you know uh, certainly john being involved with the fa has, has got to take a huge amount of credit for for getting the 16s up and running um, it was something as i said at the start about six months ago he first mentioned it to me um, i know there was some logistics that that needed to be sorted uh, which he worked hard alongside sort of glint to to make it happen so as you said uh, you know it's just that clear pathway now and you know one set of trials was fantastic because we ran the 16s trials i think it was down at hale um, and then straight after was, was the 18s trial. So, again, um, from a 16s side of things, you know, from, from the player side of things, they're now start, starting to see that pathway which can only benefit them as well.
1: I think there might be uh, at least one away game that you're traveling up together, aren't you? Under 16s and in, and the under 18s.
5: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I mean that's going to be a, a great day out for, for everyone, really. Certainly, you know, going back to it from a 16 side of it, they're just seeing, you know, that pathway now. Like I keep saying, but um, that's what it's all about, really. So that that's what they're working towards. That's what they're striving towards. So um, you know, the hard work's got to continue for them, and that's obviously where myself and John will come into it. Um, but I, I certainly I certainly think from Glyn's side, I mean, it's something that Glyn has really, really pushed on and worked hard um, alongside John uh, to make happen and, and hopefully we'll see the benefits of it as well.
1: Now, this might seem a silly question, but is it 45 minutes each each half?
5: Yeah, 45 minutes each half. Yeah, obviously the first game, as you said, um, this Sunday um, at Weybridge. So, yeah. Um, you know, it'd be great if we get some support there as well. Um, numbers come out for the 18s, and we get you know a lot of backing as well, which is which is fantastic. And and that's something that that myself and and John were, are going to try and work hard towards um, making sure the 16s get get that same kind of exposure as well.
1: And uh, are the players mostly from the east of the county or the west of the county, or how's it sort of panned out?
5: Yeah, so it's it's, it's a bit of both. Um, there's there's a lot of players in, in the West, but there's also a lot of um players in, in, in the east side of Cornwall which are are now involved which is great. Obviously John previously has worked with Alan Yendel from, from the East Cornwall side of things, so they've got a good understanding from that side of the counting. Counting them myself, um, you know, between us, Andy Graham, and Glenn, all the all the guys that are involved with the 18s, between us all would would like to think that, you know, we, we cover all areas really. Um You know, just making sure that, you know, we give that opportunity for for all the players.
1: Okay, well, that's great. You're here standing in a Plymouth Argyle Football Club um, t-shirt. What's your day job?
5: Yeah, so um, I'm head of uh, football for our post-16 education programme, which we run here at Carmblay Leisure Centre. We've replicated uh, the Plymouth programme. Um, what, what they run up there um, Mike Foley the program's manager has been, been running it for a good five or six years now so um, I head the football side of things and, and Dan, Dan Inch heads the, the education side of things but um, really good um, really enjoying my day job as well and then also alongside that it's linked in with what myself and John do on a Tuesday evening with the Cornwall Centre of Excellence so the Argyle Centre of Excellence so we run the 15s and the 16s um, so what we've tried to encourage a lot of the players to do is, is obviously attend training on a Tuesday night um, it's not compulsory but it's, it's something that we believe will help their development um, and there's things that you know we might want to work on um, based around what we see um, on match days with the fixtures with the county 16s.
1: Now um, you're, you're very busy obviously but Jamie Day what's your background in football have you ever, ever played the game much?
5: Yeah, so um, I'm a Cornish lad from Cornwall, Uh, I moved up to Peterborough when I was 15, Um, the last year my GCSE's turning 16, uh, got for the YTS uh, at Peterborough, ended up staying there for about 10-11 years, progressed through obviously the youth team, then the reserves um, and then on into the first team. played over sort of 100-150 league games, um, had, had quite a bit of success, had three promotions across my career, so um, three back operations ended up cutting that a bit short, so I retired at 27, unfortunately, and since then I've I've gone down the coaching road, moved back, um, and I've had, you know, a lot of good people around when I first moved home, I had Jake Cash, uh, Charlie Davis, who are obviously involved in a lot of youth football, more recently, I've had Dan Inch um, name dropping a little bit now, but all these people have been great for me. Obviously, it's it's difficult to make that transition from playing to to coaching, just because you played the game doesn't mean you're a, a good coach. So um, I'm learning all the time and still am, um, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I'll try and use what I've I've done in the game, um, you know, in in what I'm doing now. Um, but whilst still being a student of it as well and hoping to develop as a, as a coach personally um, but yeah so looking forward to it and, and I think going back to the 16s I think that's another thing that obviously it's great for me to personally be involved in
1: yeah because at 16 then you were at a pro club so uh, you can pass on a lot can't
5: you yeah um, and you know that that's something that myself and John have tried to introduce certainly on a Tuesday evening working with with the under 15s and 16s where things probably start to become a little bit more intense and and there are a few more demands on on the players but that's something that you know we, we believe is good for their development and they need to take that on board. Um, if they can't, it might not be the environment that's, that's suited for them. Um, but we're starting to see real progress in the players as well. And, um, I know John has got a real passion in it, and, and I back that fully along with Glyn and all the other guys as well, with, along with the Cornwall FA. Um, so it, it's something that now we've introduced it. You know, It's our first year running it, but we're hoping that you know, it's going it's to be something that we sustain moving forward um, and, and it all goes well. We wish you the best of luck. Jamie, uh, just remind us, first game is when? Uh, So this Sunday, um, it's at Weybridge, two o'clock kickoff, and we're at home to Gloucestershire.
0: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix.
1: So, first game Sunday, Rappo. Uh, I think you popped down to catch a little of uh, one of their trial games last week, didn't you? Yeah, like like yourself, Dave. Yeah, I did, mate. I think you watched the first 45, I watched
2: the second 45. Well impressed, Dave. I mean... I mean, the young lads couldn't wish for a better coaches than John and Jamie, mate, couldn't they? And, you know, like you, mate, saw 45 minutes of that friendly with Argyle, a 2-2 draw, mate, and I thought Cornwall were a better side from what I saw. Some really talented lads, mate, with loads of pace going forward. Um, brilliant idea, Dave. I, you know, I know how much of the young lads respect and enjoy working with Jamie, you know, from, from Jack's time in the County Youth, uh, in the County Youth squad, so... Great lad, mate. With so much to offer. Um, I followed Jamie's career actually, Dave, because you know I knew his older brothers well, Steve and Martin. You know, God bless him. And used to hear how well he was doing. And such a shame that his you know career was ended early with with injury. But mm. you know, it's it's fantastic that he's doing the the next best thing, though, mate, isn't it? And really good for for Oops and and yourself, Dave. You know, all the you know county selectors. You know, like yourself and to see the exceptional lads coming through before the 18, you know, under 18 trials, isn't it, really? So it,
1: Yeah, it should work well for that, yeah. especially...
2: Um, Brilliant for Cornish football, Dave, I think. Yeah, so good move. Yeah, good luck, Jamie and John.
1: Yeah, and John um, John has got a, a surname as, as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Jamie didn't mention John's surname, but it's John Fabby. Yeah, um, Fabby, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. the squad... Now, it hasn't... uh, Well, it will be appearing on the Cornwall FA um, website at some stage, but the person who does the website was off sick when I got in touch with them, so uh, I don't know when it's going on there, but it will be on the Cornwall Football Forum before the weekend anyway. So um, I know the squad, but I've been sworn to secrecy... By yeah. uh, Richard Palo at the County FA, not oh, to release it until they yeah. they put it out there somewhere first. So. It's a big squad, isn't it, Dave? I saw, I saw Richard actually, mate, then
2: watched I stood with Richard for 20 minutes, you know, watching the game, having yeah. a chat, and he said there's like, I think, 20, 24, is it, Dave? Good yeah, I think lads, they
1: wheedled think? it down for Sunday to oh, a lot less than that, actually, but um, yeah. but a selection from, well, like uh, Jamie said, all over the place. So, yeah, so that's some, good. Yeah, some good lads there, Dave. So a game to watch. Uh, anyone who's um, uh, yeah. thinking about what to do Sunday?
2: Yeah, well where mate, is it? It's nice at Weybridge, mate. Who against? It's against uh, Gloucestershire, mate. Isn't it? At Weybridge. You were Two o'clock kickoff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bonus point.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in that one, mate. <laughs> okay, so um, before Sunday, oh, need I ask what game you're taking in on Saturday?
2: Yeah, or I this think, weekend. Well, this weekend, mate. I, well, actually, Dave, there's um. I was thinking,
1: oh, I don't no, know, that's
2: but a <laughs> Friday night, mate, bobman Weybridge. Ooh. I mean, that that is one of my, uh, that's a happy fixture for me, Dave, that is. Because I had a season at a Weybridge. mate. happy fixture? Mate. Yeah, that season I had at Weybridge, mate, we beat Bobman 4-0. He's smoking something. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Never done that, actually. Mm. I, one thing I ain't done, but... um. Yeah, beat Bob in 4-0, mate, in their own game. Had a hat-trick, mate, with Graham Kelly there watching, mate, you know, the, the FAG. Yep. And he actually gave me a mention in his Guardian column, mate, on the Monday. <laughs> I think they called it half a pasty and a hat-trick, mate. It's still, <laughs> if anyone wants to Google it, mate, it's still there. But <laughs> but he was a nice guy, mate, Graham Kelly, mate. And then and then we played him in the Charity Cup semi-final at Blaze Park, mate. One of me lucky pictures, mate, if you're listening, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> from Blaze, mate. One of these, apart from playing senior
1: cup finals, that mate is a lucky one. Why are you saying that? Oh, Paul Did, said, what, it was, what was that in the programme? Yeah, the Blaze programme the other day, yeah. the unlucky pitch I for, for, for good, Rappo. Mate. Yeah, Paul
2: said, I haven't had much luck at Blaze Park. I've had hat-tricks there, mate, for Penzance, Newquay, Falmouth twice. Well, could we sue St. Blaise. I think I need to work with Paul when I see him, mate. Mm. Thanks for putting the photo in an old Paul, mate. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I like Blaise Park, mate. It's one of me lucky pictures, mate. Ah. Apart from on Easter Monday, of course, mate. But, um, but yeah, but, yeah, then we played um, Bobman and that, mate, at Blaise Park. I I uh, had two in the semi-final before a trip to hospital, mate, with some stitches in me knee, but we was 2-0 up. Mate. I had both goals, but the lads went on to win 4-1, So, but we lost to blazy in the Charity Cup final, mate. But... Uh, and then uh, we played Bobman away, Dave, and we won one nil. And I think I've told you the story, mate, of that. And I was drunk oh, and night yes, before. Yes. The only time, mate, I've had... I mean, it should never have been played, Dave. It was worse weather and we had the weekend, mate. I may ever played that. But, but I managed to have a 45-yarder top corner, mate, in that one. I think that's the only time I touch a ball all game. So it was a happy fixture for me, mate, oh, that right. Bobbin waybridge derby. So, so um, shame it's not a Boxing Day Good Friday like it used to be, but... I suppose, you know, Camelford's mm. you know, come into the equation and all now, mate, haven't they? So, yeah, that's right. But um, So I might go to that one, Dave, as well. Hopefully, you might I get mean, two games in this weekend. You're not going to so go sounds... to the
1: game that is the equivalent of the old firm Celtic Rangers on Friday? Friday, mate. Celtic Rangers? Which one's that, mate? Liscard Friday, mate. versus Dob Walls.
2: Oh, is it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one, mate. Is it segregation <laughs> there, mate? <laughs> big game for you, mate, that one, isn't it? You're two. Your, your two first two clubs right on yeah. it double yeah. scored, mate, yeah. in True. that order on it but uh yeah like and and yeah to cut a long story short Dave to answer your question yeah, yeah probably what was my
1: question? I <laughs> where what am I going Saturday oh, right, mate, yes. yeah, <laughs> right.
2: before I went on about Friday night <laughs> <you know what laughs> mate um but yeah probably Penryn, and Dave you know what do you cup. mean probably well it will be <laughs> mate, <laughs> yeah I've got a day off Dave so I'm obviously, I'm off to the old big apple next week, mate, and I so I'm going to miss the Penryn and Porth game, mate. Yeah. I? So, so, uh, Bad I think, yeah, I think we're going to watch, um, New York Jets against Dallas Cowboys instead, Dave. So, I think, football. yeah, yeah, I think the brother in law wants to do that, mate. So, um, but I'd rather be at Penryn and Porth, to be <laughs> honest, mate. I'm going to be keeping my eye on that one, mate, from afar, but, um. But yeah, I think Penryn against viewed, Dave. You know, on, on Saturday, mate. Yep. It's up to two o'clock kick-off, don't they, to remind everyone. Senior cup. Oh yeah, senior cup. Two o'clock. Good yeah, point. Mm,
1: yeah. So what's it? Extra time. Yeah, extra time. I think.
2: Is it's it penalties. penalties? I think it is. Yes. Yeah, it? I don't done, think they no, bother with no. replays,
1: do they? No, so. no they really do now, mate. Do no. they? Okay. So that's you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I've already said, I'm off Trundle, mate. You're trundling, trundling down Trun- to yeah, Trundle. Yeah. 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 What a game, mate. What a game. It's a they about that? track up to the ground
2: yeah yeah it takes a bottom off your core a bit that <laughs> one mate doesn't it i think they need you know perhaps couldn't, couldn't nike sponsor them for a new little bit of road into trunk, <laughs> <Yeah. mate>. that's
1: <laughs> right uh, so it's uh, yeah. so it's most all um sodass oh, for yeah. me that's for sure so uh, great just, game mate i'll be keeping my eye on your tweets from that one just though. hope the weather isn't as bad as it was last no, saturday often. Should what's be... the forecast
2: though I think it's good for Saturday. Oh, good mate. So... Yeah, that was horrendous last week, mate. <laughs> yes. mate. Yeah, it's crikey. Right then, yeah. um, we're out of time. Yeah, it's gone quick, mate, isn't it? Yeah, sweet. No interruptions from mother-in-law. That's no, why. No. Hey, listen, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got tea, mate. <laughs> oh, we uh, got tea. What's for TV? Well, tiny telly
6: and. Oh, lovely. Orinora, is that okay? Lovely. What Thanks
2: for bit of pasta. Is you okay oh. with that? yeah oh, yes. no
1: garlic bread for me no, but <laughs> <need garlic> bread, <laughs> no uh, mm. well, so yeah well thanks to uh, everyone who's contributed this week yeah
2: yeah thanks as
1: everyone. i said fa Vase next week yeah big week next and week, then no. you're away the week after, after yes that.
2: That. mate the old big apple well, who mate? am i gonna have as a substitute I don't know, mate anyone would do a better job <laughs> <than me. laughs> not not or not or to uh replace though
1: well Anyone wants to have a go, get in touch. um, Email Dave Deacon at CornishSoccer.info, or my phone number must be somewhere on the (laughs) forum, I should (laughs) imagine. (laughs) So, so there we go we really are out of time yeah now. yeah we've got to go good to see you again though four weeks in a row mate. <laughs> yes <laughs> i've got to think of an excuse now to come up next week
2: yeah why couldn't the weather have been like this last week mate? oh yeah Flipping golf out. would have been better wouldn't yeah it would have wouldn't it we got we got drenched twice last week mate. thursday golf and saturday football didn't yeah, we yeah that's true but uh never mind mate at least we haven't got a cold like matt friday no poor old matt mate yeah we could be worse can't it <laughs> bye bye yeah bye mate have a good weekend
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show.
0: Your Cornish.